0: You see us uh, struggling in the car. You walk up, you open the door and you say, you're lying, George. Oh, uh, hey you, get your damn hands off her. If you really think I ought to swear? Yes, definitely, damn it, George, swear.
1: All right, everybody, welcome back to Gundam and MHQ. This is one of your hosts, Neo, and joining ...is Sobro. Sobro, how are you? Bro, how are you doing? I'm
2: doing all right, man. Good evening, everybody.
1: You're yeah, doing okay. I'm
2: doing just fine.
1: You're doing okay, <laughs> even though we almost lost a wrestling legend earlier who, today? Who, who did we almost lose? I, I, I saw on the interwebs that... Uh, uh that that the plane carrying hulk hogan had to make an emergency landing Ooh. to Iceland because i guess there are problems with this plane and the the brakes melted and the landing the landing wheels blew up and all kinds of stuff so oh i can't hear soul bro
2: oh here we go yo i'm so sorry guys all oh, soul bro is muted yeah, So good Bros. evening guys are you I, there I, are you I, there I, I am here i am here thank you thank you yup shout out to yup for that yo i appreciate it yo uh, so bro shout out everyone. to robin and flamex and everybody yo uh, yo i'm so sorry guys
1: <laughs> and, and and remember Solbro is the technical genius on yeah, the show he is man the absent minded
2: technical <laughs> genius what a oh, oh, what a mess
1: <laughs> we almost lost a
2: uh, Hogan, man look like i don't like him too much I, <laughs> yeah. jesus
1: Well, I mean, he survived. Yeah, he (laughs) made it.
2: You know, if anything, oh, God bless him. That's what's up. If anything, I'm glad. I'm glad nobody was. I was actually.
1: I think. I think Jimmy the Hart was. Oh. So. Oh, really? Oh shit, Jimmy Hart. Yeah, I'd I was, I'd be more concerned about that at this point. I, I would be not I'd racist Hulk, not. <laughs> even. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> you, know, you know, Hulk breaks my heart, man.
2: He kind of kind of fell off my radar after that shit. So,
1: uh, but yeah, kind of kind of was like, yeah, not so much a real American. Anymore. Uh, ooh! maybe. maybe uh, <laughs> Maybe I mean, a real clansman. Yeah. I don't
2: know. I'm, I'm, but, uh, I'm glad he's all right, though.
1: You know, if anything, yeah. I, don't, I don't wish him Don't have too many more wrestlers die, honestly. Yeah, but that's enough.
2: <laughs> it's, uh, we've, lost, we've lost so many. <laughs> oh, my goodness.
1: So, so, bro, <clears throat> you okay? I'm just getting a swig. There we go. I'm good. Oh. Good. Yeah, Silvero's so hitting the he's hitting the liquor already. Hitting the ha- <laughs> that Jack, man,
2: my best friend. No. <laughs> in the meantime, man, um but yeah, thank so you guys for up- tuning in. Oh, go ahead, sorry, Go ahead. Yeah, no, go go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Thank you for tuning in.
2: Yeah, everybody. thank you very much for tuning in. If you guys are watching on YouTube.com slash Gundam MHQ Live, uh, so sorry slash mm-hmm. live, or in Twitch.tv slash Level underscore Nine, that's N I N E. Thank you guys for tuning in. If you haven't hit the subscribe button, please do. Uh, we we uh, at least do a stream monthly. Uh, for Gundam, we, we did we've done <laughs> we've done two technically in October. It was several weeks between them, but we did two this month. So uh, here you go.
1: <laughs> but yes, it, it, it's crazy sometimes how life gets in the way. Sure. It's funny how we were. Work it so easily with three people, but it seems like lately it's been like, which is two. It's been harder than heck. Yeah, life, life, um, life
2: does get in the way sometimes. And I did want to, I did want to yeah. bring something up, and it's not that they get, they get anything down, but um, I know a lot of people have been asking, uh, how come it's exclusively on YouTube right now? And I was like we are going through some. Uh, server issues uh, like yeah. what, some some hosting issues for the audio show um, and I know that a lot of you guys are, are unhappy with it just being on YouTube but it's really right now the only way that we can do the show on a regular basis and it'd be easy to do now I, I do want the show to be it exists in audio format again but three things gotta happen number one Neo and I have to find a new host that's gonna be able to yeah. let us put up the entire show uh, B we have to pay for it which is not unaffordable for us to find, out, find someone no. but, but uploading them is gonna take some time and I got to dedicate a lot of time to getting the show back up, so that's going to be a lot of work that I'm going to have to set aside time, time for. And right now, my time is at a huge, huge, huge minimum right now. Uh, or at a, at a huge premium, I should say, at the moment. So, and maybe in the new year we can work something out. But uh, at, leading up to the holidays and whatnot, right now, if you guys could just hang tight and yeah. just check us on YouTube, I really would appreciate it. It's easy to get. So we've got it. We've
1: got a pretty good. Um, Mm-hmm. I looked at it the other day and I was like, wow, we did that many shows on, <laughs> on YouTube? Yeah. I forgot that we, we've we actually did that. So a good part of probably like the last two and a half years have been on YouTube. And I think one of the other things, that I think more, it's not even necessarily the cash. It's the issue with, um, it seems like all this stuff sometimes seems fly by night, these hosting services and everything. And we've gone through, what, about two or three of them so far we were were
2: with a pretty reputable uh service uh i won't even say their name because i don't want to give them any business but we were with them and then they completely screwed us up so uh and and if anything we shouldn't have had any problems but it then it unfolded
1: and we 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 lost the hosting for the show yeah this this stuff uh, is just and it comes out of the blue too they never they never say anything it's never just like hey um, we need to talk about this. It's just like we're just going to take yank your shit off, or yeah. you know, just f everything up. And I yeah. think that that's where we got to figure out what we want to do. Because, like yeah. you said, and it's it- it's a it's a massive task to mm-hmm. just upload all this stuff.
2: And, and people have been suggesting things like, um, people have been suggesting things like uh, pa- Patreon to fund the show. But Patreon is a commitment too, and I don't want ha- to 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 throw a Patreon at people that I'm not going to be able to put up constant material on because if Patreon, I would feel compelled to actually work it like a job because at that point, you guys are investing in us and I just well, don't see the point in having a Patreon and, and not providing you guys more content and to reward those who are supporting us on Patreon. So it's like, we don't really yeah, need Patreon. That, that is true. Yeah. And, and it's and like, that if we're, at that and point maybe, time, maybe
1: we can do some stuff because I know in the past, Mm-hmm. We, we can always look at that but the other problem is is it's we got to find something that's going to be a good host yes and, and that's and... going to be the issue it's like i don't mind doing that and, and i could probably make the commitment because there there could be times that i could i might be able to do it with me especially being on the west coast sometimes it makes it a little bit uh it might be a little bit easier for me to do something yeah. like that but um, yeah, it's it's, yeah. Not a, it's it's not it's just a... throwing money away at these yeah. stupid things. Because pe- people have yeah. been generous enough
2: to want to uh, to donate. I, I shout out to Yup Yup, sure. yup, yup has been a, a huge supporter of Shinjuku Station and and our podcast for like the longest while. And uh, it, it's 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 in some ways it's easy for him to donate, but I don't want to take any of his money not to come through. Uh, with that, or anyone else's. It's like, look, we, we have to, me and I, are, we're going to work out those details, and hopefully have good news for you in the new year, when it comes to hosting the audio show again, and getting up the previous episodes in audio format for you guys. I, I personally go to YouTube for my podcast, for the most part, but I know it's not convenient for everyone, it does burn up a lot of data on people's phones, to watch a podcast, even though there are um, options to kind of turn off the video and whatnot, if you just want to hear the audio of a show. So, uh, you know, it's it's it doesn't work for everybody in this format, and it, it's all also uh, smart to offer your show in other formats so that way people can also consume you in different ways so i do want the audio show to come back it just makes sense overall and i want people to to be satiated with that and you never know who you might be able to pull in through the audio specter uh the the audio sector so you never know but um more to more to come on that guys i'm so sorry if uh some of you guys are frustrated with this and i I don't want to um upset you guys by not addressing that so there you go if anything uh that's what's up well, back to yeah, it's, the, been
1: um, a, it's been a, it yeah, it's been a huge pain in the butt. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's because it seems like a lot of these places, a lot of these um things are kind of. It doesn't seem like there's as many hosting services anymore. I guess nah. they've all got consolidated. Or
2: brother, I wish it was a YouTube for podcasts. It used to be. We used to be on it, Mevio, but uh, that failed. So. <laughs> That was a, but I wish there was a YouTube equivalent for just audio. That would be so dope. And I I know people have have suggested um, the um, like audio archives and stuff like that, but they have limits on how much you can upload. And uh, also, the kind of the service to download the stuff isn't all that great. Uh, And also, they have, I believe, they have caps on how much time, how much people can download within a day's time. And I don't want to deal with any of that shit. I want to be able to edit and change what's archived uh, on that and have full access to the things instead of just. Throwing it up on some public thing, so uh, and you never know when that shit could fold and crash. Anyway, I want to have full control of that. So yeah, I'm not i I'm, I'm not dealing with that anymore. Um, but yeah, anyway. Yeah, it
1: does, yeah, it does suck.
2: Yeah. So I could wax on about this all night. But back to you, sir. Or
1: maybe we'll just set up a cloud one day.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: maybe we'll
1: just set up our own cloud. It probably it probably it'd probably wait about two years. It'd probably be cheap enough to have your own. cloud. But um, all right, so Solbro, anything else? Meander over to the Larry King Memorial News Studio. I
2: let's see those suspenders, man. I'm ready.
1: <laughs> you know what? I, and I feel good about this. Mm-hmm. I, you know, it makes me feel good that. You know, when you sometimes you get that the the TMZ death news. Oh wow! <laughs> Larry's not there. I think, I think, I think, I think he's now I think he's now divorcing like his ninth wife or something like yeah, that. Yeah, man, he so. just keeps
2: he just keeps going at it, man. Maybe maybe the <laughs> next girl,
1: maybe next one will give him something that, uh, that 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 that's that's love forever, man.
2: I don't know, but uh, yo, Larry, please, yo, Larry. <laughs> I think nine is enough. <laughs> 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 yeah, Robin. And I have looked yeah. at the SoundCloud just to answer that question, and uh, it's, it's not as convenient as I like it to be. So, um, but good suggestion, sir. Thank you.
1: Yeah, I, I think yeah we we'll have to figure out what works for us and also what works for um, the consumer. Now, I know it probably won't be good for everybody, and we've we've dealt with that. But if we can get it where it's the most easy. Um, because everybody's got their own devices now yeah so it should be pr- and what the, i don't even know what the format is, is it is it even mp3 anymore I don't, it, in the in the, in essence it's an mp3 isn't it yeah, like, yeah. it very much is. And bolts, it's yeah they don't even call them that anymore but um, i kind of figured the guts of it is basically the legacy mp3 so um, but yeah we'll, we'll get it squared away that'll be our uh, our christmas project yeah <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> we'll work out the details,
1: guys. But onto project. indeed. On to the news. Go for it. Oh, the first one here comes from rodimus 76, and he has got. And we haven't had one of these in a long time. Oh, is you know this man has been chilling like a villain. Oh, you know with his uh with with, with uh with many can with many canisters of explosions around him. <laughs> oh, really. <laughs> Probably yeah. just you know yeah. sipping Mai Tai, exploding things in his huge mansion there. But yeah, we have a we have a survey news alert, and it's not about Bad Boys Three. Oh shit! <laughs> yes, this comes from MovieWeb.com, and it's a Thundercats movie coming from Michael Bay, Ryan Reynolds, and Netflix. Holy shit! What? <laughs> Is this <the> trifecta here? <laughs> <laughs> It's, uh, what it was, in the it world it was announced earlier in that Michael Bay was directing a movie for Netflix titled Six Underground which was set to star uh, Ryan Reynolds and Dave Franco among a few other stars on a sidebar before I continue is everybody on all the people that hated all the movie stars that hated uh, uh, Netflix what three years ago why are they all on it now all on their
2: jock <laughs> bro Yo, these fucking, uh, these these cinema, this it's not cinema oh, to be on Netflix. It's not cinema. It's not cinema. Yeah. And now they're all over Netflix jobs because through, Netflix is throwing money right at their faces. And I was like, yo, what? I'll take this money.
1: <laughs> fucking, sorry. Fucking love, jerks. And, and, and I love Martin Scorsese. Yeah, man. love most of the movies he's done. Y'all can't wait for the Irish. Oh, damn. <laughs> but, 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 man. You sometimes just don't need to comment on everything because for you to sit there and say, "What's with all these Marvel movies? They're not cinema." What's with you and all the movies with De Niro and Pesci? <laughs> can you can you direct anybody else? Oh, I forgot uh, DiCaprio. Yeah, and di- then you're gonna sit there and your big release is on Netflix. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what is, what is that a little jealousy? <laughs> I mean, I, so. I, I
2: I find it cool that they, they can go to Netflix and Netflix is willing to, to bankroll these movies. But they were shitting on Netflix a couple years ago and saying that they shouldn't really, like be involved right. in and all these like, other things. And now it's the only studio in town willing to bankroll their projects because they know that they they it, it allows them to retain uh, additional um you know uh, subscriptions and whatnot to have a uh, a wealth of variety on their service. But it's on it, it is unfortunate. That these cats can't go to the studios like they used to and make uh you know wide you know plethora of films anymore you know every movie has to be a destination film now, but um you know at the same time man uh you know times are changing and so is technology so it's it's it's, it's well it's, it's it also shows that
1: no matter what how much of an or you are yeah or how much you you want to entertain people and tell a good story. In the end, it's all a business. <laughs> so because like he said uh, three years ago, oh I would never do a film on Netflix. I would never do because I'm 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 actually waiting for the Steven Spielberg movie. Yeah me too he, he might be he might be oh, the yeah. only one that don't because he's so damn rich because yeah. he's producing everything he has a hand in every everything else he's the smart
2: one he puts his own money into his 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 his, his, yeah. his own
1: work and he can bankroll a film and
2: he's got people on deck that will be willing to put in major bucks for his film so he's probably the only director that will never have to do that
1: but uh but uh, but al- but at least people are learning that um everything in this world is done for money see see uh movies and recently the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> We're for social justice. We love China. (laughs) (laughs) That's a whole boondoggle into itself.
2: So, yes, back
1: to this. Back to this. So It looks like they were supposed to do this movie. Mm -hmm. And there's a report coming out, Soul Bro. Ooh, a leak. A leak came out. That Six Underground, the title of Six Underground might actually be a false title. It's a cover-up, Soul Bro. A little little movie espionage here. And there that it is secretly a live-action Thundercats movie. Will actually Six Underground is real.
2: <laughs> Six Underground is real. They yeah, had the trail actually dropped for it not too long ago. Um
1: well, it's coming is, on Netflix,
2: is, and it is a Michael Bay film. This,
1: this is yeah, this is old. So I don't know what movieweb.com is. I actually never seen this website before. So, but yeah, so it's actually well, well. Let's let's look at this because this this is actually this is actually funny. So it looks like um, the the premise. Let me see, Silbro. So is this the original premise? A story revolving around six billionaires who faked their deaths. In order to team up and fight evil? Well,
2: I know it's about people who are presumed dead. And there are a team of uh, people who were, I guess, uh, declared so, dead to, to, to fight against evil. Yeah, I don't know if they're billionaires. Okay, or so
1: or... the billionaire thing might be just whatever. Yeah. but Okay, so it was given a $150 million budget by Netflix, mm-hmm. uh, hoping it would spawn a franchise. Um, and it looks like it's written by one of the guys that wrote both Deadpool movies um so this is funny that they thought that this was gonna be a Thundercats movie wow yeah
2: it's kind of funny I mean uh, maybe they are working on a, a Thundercats movie on the sly I don't know for certain but uh when it comes down to it uh I know the Six Underground looks legit if that shit's a Thundercats movie in disguise I don't know what to tell you cause those, they look pretty human to me in the trailer <laughs>
1: And maybe they transform or something. Yeah, I didn't see. I, I didn't see
2: Momura or nothing. So I, I don't know. Um, it is. Uh, it is. It is interesting though. Let
1: me ask you this, so bro. Mm-hmm. Do we need a Thundercats movie? No, because no it we does. Don't. It does feel. It does feel like the, the <clears throat> one thing from the '80s that hasn't been rebooted. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Yo, you Because I've, I've heard there's rumors that there's new GI Joe coming. Like that, I don't doubt.
2: I, I think that we probably will get a new GI Joe movie uh, sometime along the way. Um, but Yazzie's correct. That cats movie already looks bad enough. <laughs> Let alone if I'm making a Thundercats oh, movie, dude. It's God. like oof, <laughs> I, I I can't even I can't even imagine that shit. I can't. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, but it is a, it, it, I mean, I, I I applaud them to try. We'll see what happens. But uh,
1: yeah, I, I don't know. Next one, good Well well, looks like that uh, Rodimus got taken by some um, internet news stuff. And uh, but he comes back here oh, with some uh, hum- uh, robot apocalypse news. Oh, Jesus! Uh, um, he goes to the geek logie. Human-like robotic hand solves Rubik's cube, and you just see a robot hand sitting there twirling the Rubik's cube. Um, yeah, this is this is how they're probably going to kill us. Um, wow! That's probably the code right there. Once they get all the colors together, that's when the nukes start flying. <laughs> it's judgment day Every,
2: t- <laughs> I can't be good
1: <laughs> even though they say that that's supposed to be a pretty good movie are you going to go watch the new uh, uh, Terminator movie sober, or are you going to wait for it to come out um Via the the methods or um, I did
2: say I was gonna wait till home video and the only reason why is home the video home video man, home man video. are we are yeah, we back we, in nineteen ninety no VHS home video is more than just a VHS tape
1: <laughs> hey so bro give me on your way on your way home from uh, can you give me a, a, a case of Code Red Yo, I'll
2: get you that in the laser display or how about that. <laughs> but no i i i i've been reading nothing but good things uh about about the film like i I have i had faith in tim miller to uh to do a really good job with it but um but yeah i don't know i i i i I will i'll probably wait to see it unless my wife wants to go see it then we'll go see it in the theater but if not then i can wait to own a video man like i said i've seen enough bad terminator movies they owe me one uh, so <laughs> yeah. I paid to Jeez. see bad Terminator movies, so they owe me one at home. That's good, and then you can get me back in the theater with the next one. That's what's up. But they say it's dope, so I'm I'll I'll give uh, uh I'll, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. We'll Are they going I'm I'm just
1: wondering though if they're gonna if there's if it will be like a final. Like, you can't. I mean, Arnold's old as hell. People are looking and...
2: at it like, uh, people, some people, someone person equated it, and you're not gonna like this comparison, but some yeah. people person equated it to The Force Awakens and how it uh brings it if coming back from something like the the prequels, which were like not liked at the time, uh, and then The Force Awakens came, it came out and it did really well and it did something to kind of bring people's interest back to the franchise. That's what someone equated it to. So, really? take, take, take that as Star you Wars, will.
1: Star Wars needed. Let me get this straight. There was no interest in Star Wars up to the Force Awakens. Like, oh, that was. Yes, yes, it went crazy. Yeah. But Jesus Christ, Star Wars was going. Star Wars was doing fine. Like they were doing all, you know, they had all their they had their cartoons going on, all these other things. So, um, and everybody got bamboozled a little bit with Force Awakens because they thought it was going to be something. New, but it was just a new whole part, too. So, you know,
2: yeah, I, I you know, it is, it it is, uh, it, that, that, that's, that's why I guess take it with a grain of salt with that, uh, with that, that, uh, comparison. But, uh, I am, uh, a bit more intrigued. But I, I already was intrigued because Tim Miller is the director of the movie and he directed the first Deadpool, which I really enjoyed. And he seems to have yeah. a, like, a real sincere way of, uh, wanted to tell stories so um i, I really hope it's good and I, I look forward to seeing it on the home screen
1: <laughs> i'll see you there and you're not gonna you're not gonna use your hard-
2: hard-earned money hey well you got bought on voodoo why not
1: There you go. <laughs> on there discount you go. there you go so thank mm-hmm. you rodimus 76 oh the next one here comes from um Yazzie and oh man, so bro. Now this is something we can talk about. Oh shit. Looks like the SD Gundam G generation cross raise for PC is coming to the West on November twenty-seventh. And I isn't that Thanksgiving?
2: (laughs) Let me let me let me
1: look at the old calendar here. Yeah,
2: look at the calendar, uh, 27th is Wednesday. No, it's the day, it's the day before. before. Thanksgiving. You've got Thanksgiving. yeah oh,
1: son talk about Thanksgiving! Oh, yeah, yeah. It looks like the PC version is gonna um, uh, gonna be launched on Steam. It's going to be available fifty-nine ninety-nine in standard, eighty-four ninety-nine in deluxe editions. Um, Bandai Namco officially announced that the Western release theme page contains a trailer with a rating from the North American-based entertainment software rating board. Um, God, what a job that is. Um, (laughs) And the PS4 and Switch versions of SD Gundam uh, G-Generation are due out on the same day in Japan and Asia with English language support. So I guess if you have um, the Japanese um, PlayStation... Um, store, uh, you'd be able to get it. Um, currently, it's unknown whether those versions of the game are also planned for release in the West. Um, and then the overview from the from the Steam page. Beyond creation, four <laughs> eons come together as one. Discover the latest entry in this iconic tactical RPG series. Oh my! Form your own must SD Gundams and deploy for battle with units from Mobile Suit Gundam Wing, Seed, Double O, and Iron-Blooded Orphans. Intense battle scenes rendered with high-depth 3D models and dynamic animations with character cut in. Featuring game design unique to the series with development, design, and capture, as as well as various other strategic elements from your own team and deploy for battle Ooh. so bro, you want to hear what's included let's go mobile suit gundam wave. hell yeah mobile suit gundam the last outpost parentheses
2: g unit g-g-g-g-g-unit
1: <laughs> <laughs> mobile suit gundam Wing, Battle of the Pacifists. Oh, so bro, <gasps> mm-hmm. you need to read that. We need you need to get on that so we can talk about that one day. Battle of the Pacifists?
2: Um, is that the? uh yeah. Is that the? No, Glory for the Losers is the retelling. Or oh, Glory
1: for the Losers. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, a yeah,
2: retelling, yeah. right? Yeah, I do need yeah, to get on that.
1: Yeah. And then, and that's the next one: Mobile Suit Gundam, Glory of the Losers, mm-hmm. Mobile Suit Gundam Wing, Endless Walls. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Just man, Mobile Suit Gundam Seed, Seed MSV. Seed Astray, Seed Astray R, C, Astray B, C, X, Astray. Oh, my God. So many Seeds. Seed <laughs> Destiny, <laughs> S- Destiny MSV, Destiny Astray. God, there's, what, four Astrays, five Astrays? Wow. Um, No, uh, no, six Astrays. And then there's uh, Mobile Suit Gundam Seed, CE73, Stargazer, Stargazer. <laughs> colon um, Stargazer. <laughs> colon Mobile Suit Gundam Seed CE-73 Astray. Mobile Suit Gundam Seed Frame Astrays. Mobile Suit Gundam Seed Versus, versus Astrays. Astray? Wow. Mobile Suit Gundam Seed Destiny Astray R. Destiny, uh, Seed Destiny Astray B. Oh, oh, hold on. Uh, uh. <laughs> Okay, Mobile Suit Gundam 00, <laughs> Mobile Suit Gundam 00P, 00F, 00I, 00V, 0 b <gasps> colon, Battlefield Record, 00, the movie, Awakening of the Trailblazer, uh, Mobile Suit Gundam 00I, uh, 2014, uh, uh, Iron-Blooded Orphans, Iron-Blooded or- <laughs> Steel moon SD Gundam GX, and G-Generation Series. <laughs> wow. And it looks like the ones. And, with the, <laughs> oh, what's that?
2: I was gonna say it looks like the ones with the stars of what the um, are where the involvement of the story comes from. Uh, yes, yeah, so that that makes sense.
1: And then if you uh, early bird reward include a bonus unit, you get the uh, Titan colors of the Cascade. Oh yeah. Uh, and then uh, the unlock a quest, extra parts, colon, standard set. The standard set and lock allows you to get additional parts to power up your units, extra armor, energy tank, high-speed sense, high speed sense armor, adaptive AI, boosts, uh, hangar expansion. And then you get a ab- character ability unlock quest for le- leveling up characters, uh, allow you to get useful abilities, firearm expertise, melee expertise, Firearm tech, melee tech, firearm efficiency, melee efficiency, and uh, all of the early bird rewards are available to all units who purchase the, game, purchase the game by January 6, 2020, Japan time. So, wow, man. And then the Digital Deluxe Edition includes the following contents. SG Gundam Generation, CrossRays Main Story, the CrossRays Season Pass, uh, Bonus Mission, um... Gain extra mobility parts, digital deluxe reward, bonus mission, gain HP boosting parts, and the season pass. My God, gives you extra mobility parts, Um, and then the deluxe edition, you get yeah, you get a lot with this stuff, man. Jeez, and uh, so yeah, and and there's also a a trailer, the trailer that you can find on Steam. Oh boy, yeah, if 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 you you like a gunned game, I think you uh, you might like this.
2: Yeah, I mean, SD Gundam series has been pretty consistent, man, and um, yeah. I'm glad to see that it's gonna have an official version come out here uh, with all these different series, especially um, all most of them. I would say, if not all of them, are AU uh, based series.
1: So that's really nice. Um, I will say, I've they never, all were. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> every one of them was. It was, it was Wing, Double O, Seed, Seed Destiny, and Iron Blooded Orphan. I none know. of it's None of it's One Year War. Or, um, Universal Century.
2: I never heard of the Sisquade in my life until just now, and uh, that they said Titans colors. So I was like, what is this, a Zeta Gundam suit? But I'm guessing oh, it's like from a spin off series. Will or this come kind
1: of. with a MO with a beret?
2: Oh boy, I would love that.
1: Oh man.
2: <laughs> Siegfried Wiener, Wedner piloted it. Uh, I'd like to know what series, but I have to look that up, I suppose. But it's uh, from SD Gundam Generation, I'm guessing. Oh, he said that's from SD Gundam Y Gundams. That's also uh, that suits from specifically that series. Okay, good yeah. shit, yo Yazi. Shout out to Yazi for the insight, man. Good times. That's what's up. Yeah. But
1: uh,
2: and, and Yazi's not part story. of
1: the, He's not part of the deluxe digital edition. So that, that's just because <laughs> it seemed like everything was in these d- d- digital deluxe editions. So, um, but uh, Bro oh i was gonna say thank you Yazi 88 mission so bro any anything else you want to talk about in the news before we uh we move on to some overman King gainer
2: ah, i know we were talking before the show uh about Picard coming up uh the trailer oh, drop for man. that man Picard. It, Picard, oh, for that. man Picard Picard trailer drop for that. old man
1: Picard old
2: man Picard man i am so hyped oh. for that shit
1: is, yeah. is this gonna be is it gonna be sad like logan is, is he just <sighs> he looks he looks, really, he looks really like he's handling business, man. It looks like he's holding holding it up, man.
2: And uh they got a few cameos in that trailer. When watching it, you get to see uh you get to see of course uh Seven of Nine again. You get to see uh Data is featured. Um, and then uh, later on in the trailer you get to see of course number one and uh to, mm-hmm. and of course um uh Troy. Uh Deanna Troy is also I guess uh Troy and uh, and Riker is still married and they have a kid. So uh Well, I
1: wonder I wonder if Picard is going to meet the person he could never defeat. Oh, uh, Q?
2: (laughs) No, he defeated him
1: many times. But uh Cisco. Oh Jesus Christ Cisco told him to get his his British ass off off my station off the Deep Space Nine. Never came back, man. (laughs) He never did. Picard just went Tail between legs, yeah. yeah. Sisko was so dope,
2: freaking Worf came running to go work with him.
1: And, and, and this, and this is prior to the um to his uh goatee power up, so this is Indeed. just, yeah, this is just
2: <laughs> goatee power up, goatee power up, man. He, be- he became a man called Hawk again in space,
1: yeah. <laughs> yo, yo, Benjamin well, Sisko. Just, just like, uh, just like Riker got the the beard power, what, the second true. season power up. That's fucking true. That beard did everything, son.
2: That beard. The second season upgrade. <laughs> that beard was everything, boy.
3: <laughs> yes.
1: Now, does anybody know? Before we move on, I'm just wondering: was there? Uh, did he get any crap for growing that beard, or they, um, or because? It was him that did it right yeah like i think he, he grew it over the he, he, summer he just did and, it uh, and just he grew it over because, the summer
2: and i think he did it in protest <laughs> that they I wanted him to keep his face clean and i think he just wanted to grow that beard because he had a beard i think in when jonathan frakes was in north and south uh which was a miniseries he did right before he got into the next generation i believe he had a beard in that and he wanted to keep it, but they told him to shave it for the first season, so during the summer, between or during the break between the two seasons, he grew that motherfucker back out and uh, <laughs> they just let that shit rock, and it's like, it's the best move he ever made, man, I can't imagine seeing Jonathan Frakes beardless, although I've seen him a few times beardless, and that's cool like all of season one, and then even in modern times, but uh, he grew it back for fucking Picard, thank goodness <laughs> He's a handsome man, out the way. Don't get me, don't get it twisted. Oh, man. But it's like, oh, yo, he's one of the best beards in the business. I respect yeah. a crisp-ass beard, a beard well kept, yeah. man. You keep that shit tight, your pet Teddy Pendergrass, and 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 William T. Riker, man. Beautiful fucking beards, bro. <laughs> beautiful. So when does when, uh,
1: when does Picard come out?
2: Twenty twenty, uh, like uh, the spring. So the it's spring. it's not too far off. I just know it's in the first quarter. Of 2020 that comes out now.
1: Can you just add CBS All Access just to watch Picard and then cancel it, or do you have to uh, go into like a five-year commitment with CBS? No, you, you to, can
2: to you shell can. this out. I have CBS All Access. I, I have it for numerous reasons. Is and it worth it? Yeah, it's great. But I, no one, no, no one watches uh, uh, Prices Right and Let's Make a Deal like I fucking do. So <laughs> you still watch that shit? I love those shows. What are you talking about? I come home from work, have dinner, watch some Let's Make a Deal. Yo, I'm in there, boy. It's my shit. <laughs>
1: Who's um, mm-hmm. oh, Price is Right? It's Drew Carey now, right? Drew Carey
2: and uh, Let's Make a Deal is uh is Wayne Brady. And both wonderful fucking hosts, man. man.
1: I love that, those that's, that's the job, though, man. Yeah. Game show? Yes, yeah, it's, show it's like almost
2: 200 episodes a year, man. Those guys be grinding. They be They're grinding. They're grinding, but grind. yeah. I,
1: yeah, okay. Yeah. I well, be... mean, they
2: actually do them in a short amount of time. Like When they film game shows, it's usually over the summer. And they do a whole glut of them throughout the summer. And then they have the new yeah, episodes. Yeah, like, I had a friend that went to Rice's. So, oh, he did man. I that's my goal in life is to go. I would love it. Like <laughs> yeah, every time right. every time I pass through LA, I think about <laughs> he it. He almost like, his
1: girlfriend almost got picked. That like um I I think I forgot what he was telling me. There's some way that they pick and they kind of know yeah. that they're almost going to get picked. The pre-interviews before the, before you get in line yeah. for the show. Um, you be some people are out there like at four in
2: the morning and they're standing there for the yeah, he, taping. he got yeah and he
1: actually he actually stayed he yeah. stayed like at a hotel like close yeah. by uh, where the the studios were yeah and when <laughs> you go
2: like, when you go there's like five tapings that you can sit through and, yeah. and yeah, they'll, they'll, I think he,
1: I think he was there for like i think he was there for three. He went on yeah. a Wednesday. I think Wednesdays like one of the big days or something. that Because yeah. they, they don't do, I think you said they don't do Fridays. They only yeah, film they, four they, days a week. Or yeah, two.
2: they film on Saturdays and sometimes Sundays. And they film in the middle of the week. And usually it's like they do a glut of episodes, stop, come back and do more. Um, when you go, when you're standing in line and they do a quick interview with you, you got to sell them on yourself. You got to have a lot of high energy because they want to get that for the for, yeah. the, for the for that so If you if you ever plan to go into a game show, don't try to play it cool. Be fucking no. energetic and be happy to be there and give yeah, them a yeah, shot. Yeah. Give, be, give them a, a shot of your personality, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you have a good chance of getting on stage. That's the trick. I, actually, the reason why I know all of this is because I've been I had to do a little bit of research for my book because there's a character in it that's obsessed with game shows. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know that shit inside it out now, um, but yeah, I, I, one of my dreams is to go on the Price is Right. So let, me the guess, let me guess. Let me
1: Character, you is, is is this the reflection of you, just like um? I'll be fun, I'll just be like, just like George and Seinfeld's Larry David. <laughs>
2: <laughs> At first, this character was very much like me, but I went on my way to make him different than me in a lot of ways. Um, oh, but it, there's some things that we so have in common. He doesn't.
1: He but... doesn't. He doesn't go for certain. Certain underdogs like uh, Kaji, <laughs> Kaji <Sauce> Road. <laughs> exactly. No, I, I I I split up a
2: lot of my idiosyncrasies amongst different characters in the book, but uh, uh, okay. he he does he does share my love of of, of game shows straight up and down. I'm not going to lie. Okay. That is that is uh that is definitely uh something I can attest to. But yeah, that's what's up. But um, there we go.
1: Okay. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to Picard. I like the trailers and. Uh it's nice to see Star Trek on there. I haven't been able to watch. I tried watching like the first episode of of Discovery when it was free and yeah. I I kind of lost interest. Now I did hear that yes, it does get better about halfway through that first season, mm-hmm. but um and I heard the second season is pretty dope. Um especially when they start bringing the Enterprise in, but um yeah, we'll uh uh we'll, we'll we'll check that out fun so, fun I'm, fact though are... we never know Cisco might yeah. show up maybe might. maybe, maybe is... at the end uh Picard can't beat who he's trying to bite and he's like <laughs> I know there's one man
2: one man
1: <laughs> that he can he can use his knowledge of baseball and Creole cooking to defeat indeed
2: the ramen. yo I mean if he's if, if Q's giving him shit he knows Picard knows who to call
1: <laughs> I, 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 I so Cisco is such a badass. He freaking got he chased Q off the Deep Space Nine. he did. So I mean, he did, he not only got Picard out of there, but he did he he did the one thing that Picard could never do. He got rid of Q. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Q ran out of work and had to go on Breaking Bad. <laughs> Crash airplanes.
2: <laughs> how to, how to so, make those bills? Well, fun fact yeah. uh, to those writing whose line is it anyway in the chat. You know that show came back a couple years ago. It's on CW for those that don't know. You can find it on mm-hmm. there. It's been back with the most of the original cast. So uh, check that out. Anyway, uh, but yeah, man, yeah. Picard, man. Uh, at CBS All Access is definitely worth the money for me. Um, they got uh, they also got the Twilight Zone on there, which was pretty cool. So um, yeah, if anything, zone. yeah, but I Twilight did.
1: Zone you can see that on normal TV. no,
2: no, the new one, the new one uh, uh, that's wow. produced by uh, Jordan Peele. It's pretty good. So, uh, I, I, I,
1: I, is give it as good it. as the old one. The old uh, one's I mean, pretty You, you can't yeah, beat the
2: old one. It. I think the error for the old one is what makes that show shine so, shine so much. And more and more with every episode of The Twilight Zone, a lot of that shit is very, um, uh, yeah. what's the word it was it was very uh yeah, foreshadowing foreshadowing man. a lot of the shit we deal with today <laughs> yeah. so and yeah. some of the surreal shit that you never would have thought would come true has come true and the twilight zone fucking predicted it so yeah man watch the twilight zone you want to fucking be prepared for the fucked up future <laughs>
1: Exactly.
2: that's what's happening but exactly. anyway
1: <laughs> so, uh, so. all right so bro well thank you everybody for uh submitting Neo's listener submitted news articles in the Gundam section of the Mecca Talk Forum to put uh, your articles in there. And uh, leaving the Larry King Memorial uh, News Studio, uh, we'll be going into, man, this is uh, kind of some sad sad stuff, Solbro. I know when we started this, we we thought it was going to take a little bit longer, and it kind of did because Mm -hmm. of some of the things that have come up. But um, it's a little sad now that (laughs) we've gotten to the point that... um, um, we've gotten to the end, so you and I have now seen every show done by Tamiya. <laughs> yeah, we
2: have. every Gundam,
1: every non-Gundam
2: show, <laughs> every TV series he's done. I mean, the only thing I, I, and in, in my, and this is on my, my fault alone. I haven't seen um guards not Garz's wing, but the um. Oh, Wings yeah. of Rian. Wings of Rian. Yeah, that's that's the only so I've thing seen ev- I've
1: seen every one You've of them. You've seen
2: everything from uh, uh, start of, to finish.
1: Out of, out, of, uh, out of me and you mm-hmm. and our former and former host Chris, live in peace. Uh, <laughs> um, live in peace. I, I've <laughs> Yo, rest in power. I've seen <laughs> them all. I've seen them all. Yeah, I forgot that you didn't. You, you know what, Soulbro? Bro? You should just one day pop in some Wings of Rian. It's only six terrible episodes. only so six. You, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you went through 26 episodes I of brain uh, power, so did. six bad episodes oh. of wings oh, <laughs> and man. ultra uh, Japanese nationalism battle. Yeah. Uh,
3: <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> oh, so, uh, I I oh. suggest you do that when you. When a moment or two but um yeah this is this is it this is our last one and you know what in some ways this is actually um i, I feel a little sad on this too because i kind of wish we were able to do this with chris because i think I this too, was actually. always the right. one that we all wanted to do but mm-hmm. for whatever reason uh, it just never uh
2: it never panned it out never that we haven't touched upon it so, yeah you know, it's, but, um, and, hey, if anything, uh, there's one I guess uh, one side note about uh, finishing up what Tony Mino has worked on. Uh, apparently, it isn't quite over because uh, the, no, the I already G- got
1: something in the pipe. The yeah. fucking
2: G <laughs> reco movies are, are the first one I believe just got uh, the trailer drop for the first G G-Reco uh, um, oh, compilation film. So I don't know if it improves upon that story. I mean, I just I'm I'm just expecting more bullshit, but. Um, I, I may give it a shot just to see if it does kind of kick off the story in a bit of a better light. Uh, who knows? Uh, but yeah, that, that fucking g uh first movie out of five. Five of them.
1: <laughs> well, it's um, coming out. Hopefully, uh, yeah, I know. Hopefully we. Hopefully, he doesn't cut out um, uh, what is it? Clem? Uh, Clem uh, Clam? Oh, Clem Nick? The,
2: oh, his toilet? Clem so Nick. Uh, yeah,
1: oh, yeah, the space toilet. Space, the best toilet maybe, ever. Maybe, maybe, maybe show that a little bit more. Maybe... maybe Give it a little brights chair treatment. No, let me see some of that bidet action.
2: <laughs> no, I don't want to see that. Please don't. no. no please, oof, oof.
1: You <laughs> we went too far, but um, oh my. All goodness. right. Without further ado, here is our, um, <laughs> our last <laughs> last installment for now of the Tomino, um, I guess the the t- t- the, the works of Tamino. and uh, that's Overman King. Gainer, yes, this is the one, um, that uh, it's got the crazy dreadlock, <laughs> um, <laughs> <Mecca>. <laughs> And no, it's not set in Jamaica, yeah, but, um, no bumble bro. No, this ran from uh, September 7th, 2000, 2002 to March 22nd, 2003. It spanned 26 episodes, and man, I can remember when this was pretty
2: new <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> yeah I, re- I remember seeing this advertised in like new type magazine yeah when i used to collect like, i used to have a subscription to new type magazine my God, dude, type and, US3, and, man. And, and i still have those issues and overman king Gainer, that had spreads on it and i was like yo i can't wait to see this this is done by the guy who did gundam yo this is awesome and this is the, i was around the time that mobile Suit Gundam was airing on tsunami so it's like, man, this is this is fucking cool, man. I can't wait to see. It. Plus, one of my favorite artists, uh, I believe Kinu Nishimura, worked on the show, and she's from Capcom. Yeah. So she's like one yeah. of the lead. And I could you can look at the character designs, oh my God. and it's God, like, it's yo, like, this is pure like Capcom right here. Yeah. It's, <laughs> golden age capcom is like when i watch this show and i see the character designs it's like i just think of the, the day and age where i love their games and so mm-hmm. and because her artwork was like prominently displayed in them so it was really cool to see um her work into the uh the field of anime and then before that with turn a gundam with uh akira yasuda who's also known as yakiman akiman he worked on that, and so they combined their forces for uh, Overman King Gainer. And I was like, "Yo, that's that's freaking great, man! That was almost a dream come true to see those people working with Tomino." You know, it was really uh, cool to finally sit down and watch this show and just appreciate the uh, character designs while watching it.
1: Yeah. So, but um, yeah, so um, quick synopsis. Uh, kind of building on um, <laughs> from Brain Powered, we have a world that. Um, is is suffered through some cataclysm and but in this one they're in these uh they're in these dome cities called the dome Pelosas. Mm -hmm. and um it's kind of interesting because this this is this show's actually got a very interesting um thing about how the world works so you have the you have this uh huge uh, and this one it's more of an environmental cataclysm which Seems kind of appropriate now in our time. Oh yeah. Um, And the world's population retreat in these uh, which they call them, and they're and but they're run by uh, this organization called uh, London EMA, and they got their kind of. They have a police force that's called Saint Regan, and they're actually um, domeploi are actually they're supplied by a lot of these like local transportation companies, mostly railroads, and. Where we're at, um, it's uh, where we start uh, up in Siberia, and they're supplied by a Siberian uh, Siberian railroad company who uh, brings in supplies and everything that's needed for the citizens to live. And, um, you know, they're they're private firms, and they're owned by certain people, and they make a lot of money. Um, And there's this thing going on among all the dopali, um, this thing called Exodus where a lot of people are starting to realize, um, the, the citizens are like, okay, these cities are nice, but, um, it seems like everything's, uh, the, the environment's returning back to the way it was. Let's get the heck out of here. Cause let's be able to be under and not be under the, uh, thumb of the Dopali, uh, London Ema, or even the, uh, railroad company. And they do these things called uh, Exodus. And uh, we're introduced to one of the characters at the beginning, the uh, game. And um, he's, uh, he's what's called a Exodus specialist. He's basically the guy you call when you want to take half your city and just make a run for it. Oh yeah. Um, He's, he's the one that you call and it's, it's kind of crazy because we see that this is kind of being planned. um, And the dope, uh, one that we're in, we, we meet King. Uh, we meet Gainer, Gainer Sangha, who's just basically a gamer. <laughs> he's just got this life. <laughs> he's he's kind of he's an orphan, but he's just sitting there. He's uh, playing games a lot, and um, he strikes up a, a relationship with this girl online that he's always playing, and uh, he gets caught up into these exodus. Finds out that one of the girls that he goes to school with, uh, Sarah, um, you know, she she's all about doing this. He He's against uh, Exodus because his parents were part of an Exodus movement um, many years ago and actually got killed because of it. They were so,
2: anti-Exodus. Mo- uh, yeah, that's right. They're anti- anti-Exodus yeah.
1: people. Yeah, that's right. Um, so he, um, so he gets caught up into this, and then we start seeing the Siberian Railroad because it's got these the. Under the dome, there's these huge city units on, like, these rollers, and they just start pulling them with these machines, and they're getting it. And it's funny because they're pulling these people out of there, and in the meantime, um, the Siberian Railroad, um, a lot of their employees, they employed their silhouette machines to sit there and try to stop it. <laughs> and it's kind of funny that they can't do this, even though these things are super huge and slow-moving. Yeah. Um, but I guess it's because once they get going, and, of course – uh, why does the railroad Siberian railroad it's because it's all about money and uh, so the people that were following this dope list, they're um, actually going to the their ancestral homeland called Japan so you, you <laughs> kind of put that together um, so there's this is called the Japan uh, exodus um, and then we kind of go through uh, uh During the initial exodus, um, the uh, what is Anna's father, who's the 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 princess uh, of the um, kind of the monarch of the Stopolis? She's all about exodus because she's tired of being stuck and not being able to do anything. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, during that time, uh, when they're getting attacked uh, on the initial run, uh, Gainer is somehow introduced to the uh, Overmen. Which overmen are these kind of biological mechanical mecha uh, that have these special weird abilities, and oh, they yeah. can kind of, and they have like these things called overcoats. And um, of course, he goes in there and he calls it King Gainer because that's his gamer tag. So <laughs> 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 and of course, he's 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 well prepared uh, with um, how to. Um, to pilot and with a lot of stupid luck and because of his gaming skills and ends up getting uh caught up in the exodus even though for pretty much the first half of the series actually all the way pretty much towards the end he's he's not really too keen about doing exodus because he feels that that's um you know his parents were killed by exodus um people that wanted to do exodus because they were against it so um, as they start making their way to the Japan Exodus makes its way to Japan. Um, you know there's lots of little new overmen that are brought in uh, kind of a monster of the week type of thing um, we're shown that they have these weird abilities uh, every one of them is a little bit different um, they're biomechanical um, and they can tire out uh, they also have this ability to have if you look at the lead mech, it almost looks like it's wearing clothes. And, oh, and yeah. Basically, they are clothes. They're called overcoats. It's something they kind of go into for about one or two episodes, but never really talk about it ever since <laughs> after that. And um, as the Siberian uh, Railroad Company can't stop the Yapan exodus, uh, London, Ema, and police arm of St. Reagan comes in. And, of course, they start uh, going into their whole things and uh we start finding out the secrets of some of the secrets of the overmen um and of course uh the gainer the king gainer starts to become more and more powerful um and um in the end he uh, gainer has uh he has to um it ends up kind of being a love triangle a little, oh little bit a little bit of macross in there <laughs> and of course uh jilted uh Jilted boy uh, jilted brother, um, one of the one of the heads of St. Reagan. Oh, Asaham awesome. um, Oh yeah. Asaham awesome, is uh, kind of butthurt because Jane, <laughs> the Exodus specialist, uh kind of loved and leaved his sister. <laughs> oh
2: certainly did.
1: <laughs> so um as we see this go on, um, you know, as they start to go through and make their way to Japan. um they encounter different areas. They actually encounter one of the original um overmen, Rich. Uh, it's called Brunhilde, Rich uh Gain, which he's got the craziest nickname, Black Southern Cross.
3: Oh yeah.
1: Because <laughs> he's a sniper and all you see is just a black a black cross. Mm-hmm. And I guess what was he? He always shot from the south or something like that when he sniped or something. I, I forget. I don't know why they I don't know <laughs> what the southern part was, but um, I was thinking he was I named think, after the star constellation or something like that. The Southern Cross, yeah. And it's probably just how the probably just how it works. Mm-hmm. And um, so his silhouette machine, which is they're kind of like low powered. Um, they're not Overmen per se. They're they're more mechanical. Uh, the silhouette engines, um, they have some special abilities, but they're just kind of grunt suits. But uh, gains um, uh, his his original um a silhouette machine actually does have an overman arm on it which has special abilities yeah and later he uses that to upgrade his uh his mecha up to the Esperanza which is basically um all overman with uh lots of the parts of the original um It's a it's
2: overman. a gar- it's a bat it's a garage bash kit <laughs> It is a garage overman, bash kit for overman yeah.
1: <laughs> So we so that's basically it. There's a lot of humor in this, and a lot of um, a lot of contained things within some of these episodes. With the overall story being the exodus uh, from Siberia to um, Japan, and of course, of course you get all the all the typical things: uh, the need for food, uh, silly games, people always um, betraying each other. Uh, hidden agendas, hidden um, secrets with people. <laughs> so, uh, so bro,
3: because
1: I'm I'm sure we'll go into some of this stuff. Uh, so bro, yeah. uh, I guess maybe hit us up with some things that really stand out to you about King Gainer. Outside of the dancing back and the open, so. <laughs> I gotta say, I, I did
2: enjoy overall watching this show. Uh, it's definitely not one you have to take super serious when you watch it. Uh, it's one of those lighthearted tomino series. Uh, it's it, 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 much like uh, some of the other ones that we actually ended up reviewing consistently. Uh, one after the next, I think. Uh, what was it, Sabungle We reviewed before, um, mm-hmm. before, um, it's Brainpower. not as serious. it's and, yeah, it's not then, as silly as Sabungle. Yeah, Subungle well, is Subungle's on the far end of the spectrum. Spectrum of silliness, and then you have uh you, you have this which is in the middle of like Zabungle and Brain Powered when Brain Powered is on the other side, and that's like oof <laughs> that shit took itself a little too seriously, uh by comparison, but yet was still as ridiculous. But Overman King Gainer has it's tongue in cheek a lot of it, and I, I enjoyed sure. that aspect of the show. I like the characters and how they got along. Uh, I I liked Gain. More than Gainer, but again, who wouldn't?
1: Game Joe. Game
2: yeah. B Joe's the shit. <laughs> Yo, man's got a tux just waiting to hit the when he's hitting on the ladies and he 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 fucking uh takes her back to the shack for some wine and some cheese. <laughs> right. He works fast. He's a ladies man, man, and the show is unabashedly shows that. I thought they were gonna have a hook with his uh and the, and, mm-hmm.
1: and really good at what he does. Yes. Like he's not only is he a badass sniper cuz he's 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 his prior life he was part of Saint Reagan. Yeah, and, exactly. Uh, we we find out why he why he leaves. Yeah. But um cuz he he believes in uh in the exodus and believes that people should be able to um you know leave these uh dome cities, but Yeah, you find yeah, he high, just a... never he just continues to they it's kind of cool just the way they have him. And um yeah.
2: Yeah, you find that um, I guess you find out that him and Osram, Osram, uh, they where they had something going where um, they may have been able to eventually run London IMA, uh, eventually, Mm -hmm. but it's like just gain became disillusioned and he had a different name too. He went by um, he went by a different last name uh, Felipe, uh, yeah, yeah, something Char Char Charlie Felipe or something. That That sounds that sounds that sounds sounds Spanish as fuck.
1: Well, he looks. He looks. He looks a
2: little. loud. looks like he looks like he's from sunny Spain, Don. Yeah. <laughs> he, looks, he looks like he's from. But, uh, um, but yeah, uh, it looks like he left that life behind, and he tried the Exodus thing for a while. You find out that an Exodus that he was a part of went south. And it was like, really way bad. way bad. Like people were killing each other like in mass at one point, and they show a really disturbing picture of this girl's head completely decapitated, right on the ground, and she's smiling. And it's like, yo, what? And they like they yeah. like subconsciously flash it on the screen. So it's like, if you unless you want to pause the video and take a look at it, which I didn't, it's like it's still, but it's still burning my fucking brain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And it's like, man, what happened? I'd love to know what made these people go insane. But I guess the, that was a heavy episode. It's one of the better episodes in the series because at the very end, his boy Ariel, who is uh, set up to um, to betray him, actually has a, a change of heart, and then mm-hmm. um, he goes and offs himself at the very end. I was like, yo, that's dark as fuck, yo. says <laughs> one of it's the. It's like that. Ever-
1: that's like the darkest episode because yeah. I think um, Ariel. Yeah, he dies and mm-hmm. I think what? Two other those two other dudes died. Yeah, freaking uh, Freaking uh, my man Kashmir, uh Valle, that motherfucker yeah. died. He got
2: killed straight up by by uh, Gainer, which is like good. Finally someone get vanquished cuz that guy was a pain in the ass. Although I yeah, I, I Mhm.
1: No, it's just saying he was just a pain in the ass.
2: I fucking enjoyed his character though, man. He was like a uh, he was like a festive Makuve. If you didn't think that uh, yeah. if you didn't th- if you didn't think Macuve was dandy enough then meet cashmere, because oh, okay. that motherfucker was dandy as fuck. <laughs> so dandy. I love that guy. He was he was a good villain. He knew how to be a villain. Uh, but he was Yeah, oh, he enjoyed it. Like he enjoyed, he enjoyed
1: being the bad guy.
2: Don't make his fucking trains late though. Don't do it.
3: <laughs> that guy.
2: That guy definitely put on a show, but he got way too many overmen like i I think the series kind of spent a little bit too much time on him, although it mm-hmm. it's not it there from being uh i mean it was still monster of the week with every episode, but at least he had a consistent yeah. villain for a while but he just kind of showed up out of nowhere and then uh ended up being like a the heavy for a couple of episodes or at least for that arc and uh you know it, it was he, it was interesting he was he was a, a very lively villain so there you go um, I do have a question though, uh, and I don't know, I don't know if I missed this or if the show brings it up, but I do remember that one cat um, who was the heavy in the very beginning, Adet's b- former boyfriend, uh, the guy with the white oh, the hair. Dude. Yeah, the big, ha- yeah. the big dude. Uh, I, if I could find his name, but anyway, that guy he had a, a bit of a, a a face turn towards the end, uh, where he met that girl who uh, gave uh, the the. Um, the astrology predictions and whatnot and uh mm-hmm. they left and they went on their own and then they ran into somebody from saint reagan i'm assuming it was us As- uh and uh i guess they were killed which is fucked up if that's the case but you never saw that dude again
1: they never they never say anything about it and then show it to you either yeah it's yeah. like
2: one of those loose ends they never tied up i was hoping that we, we get a brief moment where you see that they did make it to india Uh, and, uh, that girl got to finally get to see the, the rivers and all that stuff, but they never quite, uh, never quite touched upon that again. So I was a little, little, uh, left a little, um, uh, sad about that for the most part. But, um, uh, I think that one of the best things about this show, one of the best aspects of the show is the, is the, uh, direction of action. I think the action directed in this series is fantastic. Even with the mech fights, not all the episodes, because some of the episodes are very low budget. There's a few episodes that kind of look rough around the edges. But then a great deal of the episodes were fantastically animated. Like, this is Sunrise in their prime. You got to see, like, my favorite thing in the series is actually the hand-to-hand fights. Have you ever noticed how they emphasis impact... In those fights, one of the best fights in this series, and it had to be directed by the cats who directed the action for uh, Cowboy Bebop and, um, the, and Escaflone because there, there's there's at least a, a key animator at Sunrise that is very good at animating movement of people when they're in fights, or capturing movement. And when uh, Gainer, I'm sorry, when Gain and Azurum are fighting in that room. And they're beating each other up. That shit is amazing. Like the, the punches that are getting thrown. The angles of the actual fight that's taking place. When someone gets slammed against the wall. That shit look like, looks like it hurts man. It's really well done. And then there's another fight later on. Where Asuram is facing off against my man Kids Munt. With the, the, another classic Tomino name. Kids moot. There you go. Yeah, kids moot. Yeah. <laughs> that fight is fucking amazing, dude. He's trying to go in and hit this man and kids is just busting his shit up. And the way they sh- the way they just display that fight where he's just coming in with the Roy Jones punches, some nice tight jabs. <laughs> Them shits are it's glorious how they animate those fights. But it's 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 one of those things you don't normally get to see in anime anymore, because anime is so rushed. A lot of times nowadays, except for like some shows that really plan out their action scenes, but even in like minor scenes like that, man, they really did a good job of directing the action, and I gotta give it to him, man. Uh, if it, if that's Tomino, that kind of put an emphasis on that. God bless him because he's been very good about having action displayed in his shows. Char's uh, Counterattack uh, has a lot of uh, has has at least really one good fist fight that I really like. Uh, and that's of course between Shah and Amaro. I thought that was really well done, but um, even in other shows of his, he's 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 come through with like the the fight scenes in those too. So, yeah, um, that's very well directed. If anything, I gotta say, yeah. Y- y- Yazi says Tomina's is really good about action and choreography. Well, shit, I I, I don't doubt that at all. Um, oh, the oh, game yeah. versus Oz-, 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 Oz the game versus uh, boxing match. Hell, the boxing match between Gain uh, Gain and. Um, and Gainer as well. I thought that was pretty it's well. Really
1: done. good, yeah. Yeah, the,
2: it's, and,
1: and it's funny because you, um, right? Because in this you do see a lot more um, hand-to-hand combat yes. between people, and I think that's what makes it a little bit different. Is because um, usually with uh, a lot of these mecha shows, not so much, and usually people can't like gain. Like Gain is just he can do everything. Like he, he's he's just that guy mm-hmm. that every guy, like every woman loves because he's just good at fucking everything that he does. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yes, he <laughs> he's is. just
1: freaking good at everything that he does. He's and a- but yeah, it's it's um I, I thought that was pretty pretty well done too. Um yeah. I wish the show but... Oh, go ahead. No, I was just saying I it, it's something you just don't see, and, and and even in a lot of shows that don't have mecha with physical uh, combat like that, mm-hmm. it's just so well done in this. Yeah. So, hey, they, they,
2: it's very creative. Um, the fight scenes between the the Overmen 2, I thought it was a, oh a pretty God. good hook with the. Um, with the special powers, because you don't normally see that. The over
1: the over skills, the over skills, yeah.
2: you don't normally see that. It was nice to see, you know, that bizarre shit get put into uh, into Overman King Gainer. I, I love the the time stop, and I love the invisibility cloak, and uh, and I guess fucking uh, the Overman itself has the powers of like reality bending. <laughs> oh, had reality. The it was one reality. B- hmm. I mean, King Gainer will like adapt to every situation. So yeah, uh, its ability was to adapt every over <laughs>
1: Exactly. So <laughs> it was like it, it
2: was like the nymph factor for, to all these other series. And
1: then um what was the one where everybody could hear each other's um yes. thoughts?
2: Yeah, that was that, my- that
1: one was pretty interesting too. Cause that 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 I actually thought was a great way to get past all the bullshit mm-hmm. of oh, I have a crush on you, but I'm too uh, embarrassed to say anything. Yeah. It's like it got that whole thing between Sarah and Gaynor. Just completely out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? 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 What was I thought
2: was kind of just dropped in the lap though was uh, the reveal that Hughes uh, Gowley killed Gain's parents. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Gainer, Gainer's parents. And I, I didn't like the fact that they just accepted the fact that that happened. Like I did, I did like the fact that Gain popped off about it. Uh, Gainer popped off about it, and uh, wanted to wanted to take him out at first, but then he just. He just he just let that shit rock and it's like nah man there needs to be like there needs to be an understanding there needs to, someone needs to come to that yeah there was never any that.
3: After that there, there, there
2: needed to be, be like some tension. yeah yeah if this was fucking if this was Zeta Gundam and you know you're just Camille seeing your fucking mother die in a capsule getting shattered you know that man wanted to kill Jared Nessa for episodes if not the entire rest of the series over that shit <laughs> and, yeah. and it's like I just don't I didn't believe. That gain, gain, the gainer, so upset about the fact that his parents were off that he fucking just spent, uh, he spent a whole month just gaming and being alone in his, his, his apartment. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, being no. alone, being alone in his apartment. Um, you know, not doing much else. You know, I, I it didn't seem believable to me. I needed them to have a confrontation and then an understanding about what happened and the
1: realities of what happened and and Well, I, I, I think in. And, yeah, but I think in that way, mm-hmm. um, you get in this because Gain, Gainer is such a big gamer. Yeah, you get um, uh, Tomino's like his thoughts or his um, you know what he believes game, gamers are, and I, I think that that's why you see him he believes that they just get sucked. They just use everything as a way to cope. And in some ways it kind of makes sense, but yeah, you're right. You would think that having, being that butthurt about something with your parents being killed because of an exodus. And then you're now you got roped into an exodus and then you find out one of the people that's going to, that was part of the exodus, uh, actually killed your parents. Yeah. Yeah. There you, you, you would think something would, uh, Take over. But, um... You can
2: see he was fighting with um, he was fighting with the uh, the guilt of it. Uh, I I like when he puts on his ninja mask. I love to call him Ghostface Killer because <laughs> he really goes in, and I love the fact that he's like a ninja on the sly but uh Gally, you know even though he fights with it he still feels justified that he did it and it's like um yeah you, you kind of need to reassess the, what you did because you just made this poor kid an orphan that kind of sucks <laughs> even if they opposed the uh, the the exodus it's not like they were gonna stop y'all from doing the exodus
1: so yeah I never yeah I never even under because he never really goes into why he really even did it yeah and it's like I did it but it's like really did they were they did they do something that yeah. made you? Yeah, I guess um... that's, that's
2: what I'm thinking. Is I need to know why, why he had to, why he felt, he felt compelled to have to kill these two, uh, and maybe he had to kill others as well. And maybe they did legitimately stand in the way of the Exodus happening. But still, it's it's kind of wild that Gainer still went along with that. I'd have figured it. That, that would have made him flip like, straight up, I mean, uh, most people would have, so, uh, he's a bigger man than I ever would be, (laughs) in that particular case. Well, I, I think,
1: I think it's, I think that shows where normal Tomino kind of, like, pops in there, where it's like, he feels that you gotta have something where there's some, a little bit of death and, and there's gotta be some angst on the, on the main character, yeah, but, um, yeah, it, it does seem kind of out of place. Um, but, I don't think it takes away from anything. No, it's, it's, at
2: the end of the day, with all the wackiness going on in this show, I just have to fucking hold that. (laughs) That's what I have to do. Um, but it is one of the oddities of the series, I think. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I love a, I love a nice Exodus, not Exodus, but, like, road trip series, kind of like this, or Gundam X, where it's a character's trying to get to, characters are trying to get to a destination now um there is uh, you know we'll save this for the end discussion because uh, i know we have to talk about how the series wraps up but i enjoyed the journey for what it was um and the, the show kept it uh, varied on what they what the characters had to do and where they had to go and and it was neat to see the different places in the siberia uh the the, the siberian um uh region that you got to see um uh, the the travelogue through in um, the different cities and whatnot that they came across, and the people that they interacted with, uh, Yahtzee brings up the fact that uh, Adet, I guess, was one of the loser villains in the series. I love Adet to death. She's so bad.
1: <laughs> she 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 was like she was like a loser villain like halfway through, but yeah. then once once she's like she's after. Because then, like, all the loser villains, she actually just gets to a point. She's like, I can't beat this. I'm just going to join yeah, it. Like, exactly. <laughs> she, and, and she ends up just joining and becoming a teacher. And then messing with Sarah about Gaynor. <laughs> yeah, exactly,
2: right? And she ended up to be. Uh, ended up being a big sister to Gaynor and uh, just moving in. Just moving in. It's like, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm moving in. It's like, yo, and you going to sleep in my bed naked? Yo, great.
1: <laughs> yeah, there was some weird stuff on that. It's like he just has this, just has this grown, sexy woman. Sleeping naked above his bed. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's like, man,
1: you just you just let you just roll
2: with everything, Gainer. Whatever. <laughs> it's cool though. Yeah, you know, she's she's hot as hell. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna uh, besmirch you for that at all. But uh, I, I, she was interesting, man. I like the fact that uh, she I guess she ended up eyeing uh, my man, my man, uh, the 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 uh, orphan making uh, uh, Hughes Galley. Uh, she ended up falling in love with that guy. So there, Ugh, there's man. that. But um... You know, I thought she was a fun character. I liked the fact that she stayed a face throughout the remainder of the series, but she was also yeah, enough of an anti-hero that she didn't really know what to pre- uh, to predict what she was going to do next. And I was waiting for her to like flip back to the enemy side, but I'm glad that didn't happen. So uh, yeah, she was uh, she was really fun. Um, Rich was
1: Rich was kind of good because that that's a Tamino thing. The you know the um, characters that flip allegiances. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. the heel turn. Yes,
2: yes, indeed. You know. Um, there's always that, uh, I, Azuram as a villain, you know, I, 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 waited to find out why he shifted his view from wanting to drag him back, to drag, uh, Gain back to London to wanting to kill him, because there was eventually a point where he just said, fuck it, <laughs> I'm gonna take you out, and these men are at these, each other's throats, but, um, I, I thought he was okay, I thought he, uh, he's one of those mastermind characters that didn't really foresee everything and then ends up uh, hoisted by his own petard, but even then he gets off light at the end when his sister drags him back. His sister was a big disappointment though. When she showed up, I thought finally we we're going to get some kind of resolution between her and Gain, and it turns out she, she could give a damn. Even Gain was
1: telling the truth the whole time. <laughs> you
2: know. Now I, I don't know if, she, if the truth was that Gain actually had a daughter by her. That's what I was waiting to find out, but I'm assuming yeah. that the dude was lying.
1: I think so, I think
2: it was lying to get him to be guilty enough to come back, and it didn't work on Gain because Gain probably got kids in every state. So, (laughs) it is what it is. But, um, I wanted to know, and the show felt like it was alluding to the fact that they might be brothers, Gain and Gainer, but I guess that never was the case. I just wonder why they went with the choice of giving them both the word Gain in their name. um, If they weren't alluding to some kind of connection between the two.
1: I don't know if they, I don't know if that was that they're actual brothers. I mean, I think Gain was the, he's the older brother that Gainer never had, he probably needed. Absolutely. Uh, Just like he needed somebody to, you know, to kind of show the way. Um, yeah it, it is a little weird gain and gainer
2: yeah I mean it's, um, it's an uncommon name to begin with but to name them both uh with that same that same core word and name them both at the my my uh, laundry detergent you know that's uh, a it's a little odd <laughs> yeah <laughs> but as Yazzie says to me no likes having weird names, so I'm just again I'm gonna have to hold that but yeah just to wrap things up on my end um i I, I, I did enjoy the show there are some issues with the story wise and I think that the last Leg of the um, we'll,
1: we'll get with yeah. that in a minute, you know. I'll, yeah.
2: I'll, we'll we'll we we'll it. I'll, I'll go ahead and turn it back over to you. Go for it.
1: Yeah, I'll um, yeah, I can't really say add too much to Soul Bro. Um, because yeah, it, it is. I, I think just from the opening, from the yes, from the, from the opening, you just know that this is just going to be a different Tamino show, it, it and is. you just realize it, it's one of those things where you watch it and you're like you know what, um, this is going to have some things in it that I'm going to sit there and go, what the hell, w- what's going on? But you know what, as long as it's fast, it's action-packed, and it's evenly paced, because I think that's one of the things, even though I will probably contradict myself later on when we talk <laughs> what we don't like, yeah. Um, I do think for the most part, the pacing on this each episode the pacing was good. I didn't feel like um it it, it Tamino was definitely in the zone, especially in the Monster of the Week uh episodes. Mm-hmm. They felt like it just really started at the right point and ended at the right point. Um and it just there just was no real lull. It seemed like anything was just there, just to be there. Um but uh I think throughout it was it was it was paced very well um, when it came to that because in in a lot of ways as you watch it and as I was thinking about it it seems like um, it's more this is more a show about the characters than really the exodus the exodus almost seems like just something to give them something to do yeah to to have a reason why they're and all this drama and all these battles. <laughs> because as we find out, spoiler alert, it's only a 16 year old show. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the they never make it to Japan.
2: <laughs> no, they just they're just visualize it for a fucking second. And it's like, yo, wait, we're not even gonna get there? Not even like in the last two minutes of the show. You're not gonna fast forward to when the exodus actually arrives. Does it even exist? You know, it'd be nice to, to actually yeah. get that. Confirmed, but it's like damn. Because a lot of
1: a lot of this a lot of the danger as we find out with the Exodus is they don't where they believe where all their ancestral homes are, Mm -hmm. they don't really have any of it mapped out. They don't really know what dangers are there or anything (laughs) like this. And you know, they were they left Siberia and they never left the snow. (laughs)
2: <laughs> right? You expected to see they, like uh, like a never climate made change it to somewhere. The, They
1: never even made it to the ocean. And um yeah, so yeah, they don't make it to Japan. Rich and I'll just kind of go into some of the things I didn't like. I was mm-hmm. like, wait a second. All this about going to Japan, all this stuff, you <laughs> never even get there? Never. <laughs> Cuz I watched the show years before And I never really, I I didn't remember that detail. And then I I was like, Oh shit, that's right. They never made it to (laughs) (laughs) Yapan. it just kind of ends, but I didn't feel like, um, I just, uh, um, I just, I didn't feel like, um, I was cheated out of anything because I just felt all the stories and all the, all the little uh, adventures that they had were just funny. Um, and yeah, Yazzie brings up uh, Mia. Yeah, that that was um, that was also a weird thing too. It Mia's was like the, the Exodus singer that was so important that she disappears <laughs> <laughs> for most of the show, and then kind of ends up at the at the end, and then you find out that Mia is like I don't know, like um, uh, just like a, a figurehead. There, there's different Mias.
2: Yeah, there's and... like multiple, like generational ones, I guess.
1: Yeah, and the people take I mean, take
2: that role and uh, take the
1: mantle and it's and it's to get people interested in Exodus, yeah. which was kind of weird. But
2: I mean, it, every, everything has to have a, like a, every movement has to have a charismatic figure. So it makes sense that they would do that. And, and maybe that kind of immortalizes the uh, the purpose of her. You know, it kind of makes her myth- mythological in a sense but uh i she was just mainly just comic relief throughout the rest of the series I, they said that there were five wise men and i guess she was the fifth one and they kept saying mm-hmm. that she was but she didn't seem wise to me she wanted to walk to, <laughs> she wanted to, she, walk, she wanted to walk to, to japan, japan. Yeah. it's like are you dumb it's fucking zero degrees outside yo you better get in a car <laughs> or something Yo, that girl was like the girl that was her manager was like she was struggling the whole show it's like yo i I can't believe you just won't roll with the rest of these people. It just don't make no yeah. sense.
1: <laughs> you got them all excited about Exodus and they're yeah. all going, you know, they're all dancing to your music and stuff, but then exactly. you don't want to ride with them? It made no sense to me. Oh, no, none. Um but yeah, that that was that was one of the things. And you never really understand because the final the final boss in this whole thing ends up becoming what's called the Overdevil, and the Over yeah. is just this basically um it's it's the king it's the it's the god of all overmen. Yeah. And um we do find out that the gainer, uh the king gainer is is an offshoot of the overdevil. That's why it's able to have strange powers, um and is able to adapt. Um whereas, you know, uh normal overmen just have uh one over skill where, you know, the the overdevil and, and the gainer they have multiples. And um so yeah, it's um that was weird but we never really understand what the significance there's never really a point of what's the significance of the overdevil is even really what the significance of the over the overmen are we 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 know that they're special we know that they have muscle engines and we know that they have overcoats which are basically different clothing from in a lot of ways it made it seem like they gain their special abilities from those overkills, uh, from the uh, overcoats. Right. Um, unfortunately, there's only really one episode where that even really mattered, <laughs> 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 which I thought was kind of weird. Um, so yeah, very murky on where the um, where the uh, they, overmen, can, why they're so important, yeah, and then they kind why of the Siberian Railroad and mm-hmm. started having so many of these things. I'm like, if you have so many of these overmen, why are you having so many problems with? exodus
2: right it's just Um,
1: exodus full scale invasion
2: get that shit turned back they did bring back the over they did bring back the uh the idea of the upgrade from overcoat uh towards the end with gainer with gain himself when they uh jacked the one from that one suit they found in the warehouse and then and then uh gain uh got to use it on his uh on his esperanza so they did that and then what was the what was that shit where when gain was possessed by the uh the Overdevil, and he was a, a ice game that he could germ, turn yeah. into a giant <laughs> yeah, and then put on the overcoat and start kicking ass as 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 something as big as um as one of the overmen and and be able to fly and defy gravity and all that shit without like any kind of systems to do that it's just so it was so weird the last yeah. arc of the series i was like what is going on
1: yeah and 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 like i said you just don't really understand you know the overmen are important but why why are they so important and then why are you know okay the the silhouette machines which are the other mech Mm -hmm. they're more mechanical and they were not bad i'll say that much they actually kind of held their own absolutely but it it was just like where where did this weird technology come from um and you know and then you at the beginning they make it seem like especially when the king gainer shows up it's oh wow it's a, it's an overman we we we've only really kind of heard about these and then next thing you know it's just like overman it's overman of the week mm-hmm. um so yeah that 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 was something i was like yeah i mean but you you kind of get a, around it because it, it was just so fun the way that they the way that they did this uh, yeah. so bro anything that kind of Bugged you, or that that you weren't too too happy about watching King Gainer. Well, to play off what you
2: said about uh, just now, just before I get into my negatives, uh, I did love the uh, the mecha design in this series. I thought it was phenomenal. Um, the way the the different suits and the different oh not suits but uh, Overmen that uh, we would see from week to week were all like really original and uh, it was oh, yeah. a very imaginative uh the 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 design that they put into each one even the uh silhouette machines i like to look at them you know how they were more mechanical and whatnot um i i gotta say um i someone wrote it in the chat but uh the one that uh we didn't talk about cynthia all that much but she was uh she is, an interesting character but she piloted uh you recall what her um uh, her overman was called it was called the um the one that shape-shifted um i'm sure someone oh. wrote it in the chat um but that one was nice i i liked the way that worked I, what i hated was when you see like the, the the pared down ones that would show up afterwards like the generic uh overman versions of those suits uh, those, those overmen, yeah. uh those uh those like the frog run. one that yeah. showed
1: up like forever all yeah. the time.
2: The Dominator, that's it, yo. Shout out to Yazi, the Dominator. Yes, uh, uh, Yazi says the Golem is his favorite design. Golem was cool. Uh, I oh, like cool. Yeah, it was the Golem the one that? If I'm thinking of the right one, the Golem was the one that Azirum used, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I like the version even with the with the armor on, which you only got to see the once. You know when right. he when he first showed up or well, not first showed up, but when he became a threat to the Exodus and he came with that armor on and it's like yo that's really cool looking, um, but they never kind of brought that back. They just kept it naked, which which is fine I guess. Um, yeah, Rob Robin, I, I agree. The Overmen are like JoJo stands in a sense. Yeah, they have like those weird powers and they exhibit them like that. I, I think maybe I don't know if they took inspiration from that or not, but I I definitely gave gave that a nod uh, in that sense because that's what it looked like to me. But um, yeah, my biggest complaint. My biggest complaint about this is the way the PLAS Arc plays out, because we get this showdown out of nowhere, and um, Kid's Moot comes back into the picture, and uh, it doesn't really give you kind of a clear um, direction of where the the final the final showdown is going or wh- how things are going to play out. It doesn't even kind of have a buildup leading up to it. It just happens, and then things play out. You know, the the most you could say is that the Siberian Railroad is getting sick of their shit. And they're finally going to, <laughs> to do something about it, and they're sending out their their major resources to stop uh, the exodus from reaching Japan. So when they do this, they pull out all the stops, and then they pull out the um, the the crystal of whatever that big old uh, giant teardrop looking uh, asteroid thing that uh, is uh, they, that floats around with the um, Overdevil inside of it and um it, it was neat to see but it's like y'all pulled this out of your ass what the, what the hell was this you didn't even allude to this but um it's fine because you know that sometimes in the in the final in the final frame of, of series they just pull out the big stops like that but um things escalated in a weird way I, I didn't I liked but didn't like the fact that both uh Gaynor and um and, and Cynthia got possessed by the overdevil and they became kind of avatars for it and um, yeah. it, it, I, I thought it made sense, at least when it came to Gaynor not being uh, completely in on the Exodus and it was kind of the, it taking advantage of his side that had been against the Exodus the whole time. So I like the fact that he ended up being a major the main character ended up being a major villain for a minute <laughs> in the series because yeah. you don't ever, ever see that. So I had I, I, I respected the attempt. I just don't think it was pulled off very well. Uh, I did like the fact that Gain came to the realization that I'm gonna have to kill these people. And the cool thing about Gain is Gain will do what he has to do. And when he shot at them, he shot to kill. And them bullets, the bullets were like inches from their face <laughs> when they when not uh, when the um, over double stopped them. But Gain is such a good shot; he can shoot like from 500 yards, and uh, is, is about to blow off these kids' heads. And um, it turns out that he didn't have to end up doing it in the end. But uh, I I do like the desperation that they exhibited there. Uh, one of the things I also didn't like is that Gain kind of took a back seat in his own show. I was under the impression that Gain and Gainer were kind of going to split the bill 50 50 in the show. Now, I do know that Gainer himself uh, is going to be the main character because he's a titular pilot and all that shit. And that's fine. But I thought. Um, Gainer was kind of like the the right hand man. The gain was like the right hand man in this situation. Yeah, he
1: disappears was... for a good portion of like the middle of the show.
2: I thought the plot would heavily dive into his past, and maybe there was something that he had done that he had to kind of correct or whatever. But there would be like some kind of drama from his past that would affect the plot overall. Well,
1: not only that, but at the beginning of the show, you saw how once he going. Yeah. He had to like always deal with like the headaches of the Exodus. Like anytime something started to go bad, mm-hmm. they always went to him. Yes. And it seemed after a while there wasn't yeah, they were having these it didn't seem like there was many problems. So I think that that's what I kind of missed was I liked it where he was always trying to figure out some way to make people happy or trying to minimize, you know, the what was actually going on during the Exodus because yeah, everybody would go to, oh, uh, Mr. So-Called Exodus Expert, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just expected
2: more out of him. And although he, he played a, a pretty good role in the series, he kind of took a back seat in the middle. And I, I didn't care for that all too much. And then towards the end, he became the man of action again. But I, I just wanted to kind of just more with his character involved in the main plot. And I, I think overall the pacing in the series could have been a bit better, too. Um, it's supposed to be a fun series and that's supposed to be super heavy, but there's moments where it is heavy. And so it, it kind of suffers from a kind of a roller coaster effect where one episode is kind of light and the
1: next episode could be... check and one. Hyde. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. a Jekyll
2: and Hyde thing. So uh, it's it's fine. If it was more... Of an, that
1: one episode you talked about where, you know, they talked... Um, the issues with uh, the death and you know, things like that. Yeah, that the was, mass
2: suicide and all that. Yeah. The mass
1: suicide and it's like, Wow, where did this come from? It's like I can't I can't believe how this this is the same show. Yeah, if um, if
2: this established kind of a uh, a anthology feel to it, that would not be a surprise to me. But it, this is a full blown series where you kind of expect the tone to kind of say. It's, I I do expect it to get dark. Don't get me wrong, and I don't mind it being dark, but. Um, you know it's all laughs it's up, up to that point and it's like damn that's 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 kind of sudden <laughs> so you know at least kind of kind of uh allude to things and 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 foreshadow things a bit better um that you know it that there is not so much of a shock when that happens but i still appreciate it for the attempt it's just that uh it, it i just don't know if it uh warranted that kind of 90 degree turn all of a sudden uh when that happens so that's just me. Uh, the people, other people, who watch the show may feel differently. So, but that is uh, those. Are, those are some of my uh, some of my gripes about it. But other than that, I, I still enjoyed the show.
1: Yeah, and, and I was gonna say yeah. I, I am gonna contradict what I said earlier because I said oh. the pacing of the episode. But yes, overall, though, mm-hmm. the pacing of the story, the Exodus story, the Exodus just kind of really loses it, really being anything. Yeah. Probably once you hit about episode 18 or so, Mm -hmm. The Exodus is just kind of just in the background. It doesn't really matter anymore. Um, Yes, there's some things come out because now you got the Over Devil, which is just a weird, um, you know, weird Devil Gundam. Like Mm -hmm. Yazzie keeps saying in the chat that a Devil Gundam wannabe, low double Gundam absolutely just kind of shows up and and trying to change things and you mentioned um, a good
2: you mentioned a good point about the exodus i love the politics in that where you find yeah. that like half the people don't want to be in this exodus and they got dragged along and the other path path went half, half, half want to go to japan and that was something that gave you investment in the people in the show because you wanted to see how that turned out if everybody got on board at the end if the end result of the exodus turned out to be worth it in the end you don't get resolution in that at all and i think that kind of sucks <laughs> in that sense even in Macross, these people out in space they get back to earth
3: <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> they settle down there's a resolution people are finally out of that that cramped ship and back on a planet that's devastated you know it gives you kind of a full circle effect but in this you never get to see the resolution with the people in the exodus it's just you know they're just still kind of in limbo for the rest of uh, the series for the most part, and um, I just wish uh, I wish they'd uh, they'd brought us closure on that front. I really do.
1: Yeah, it's you know, but it, but in the end, I, I think um, I think it was well done. Yeah, um, you know, even even with some of the weirdness, with I still think probably one of the weirdest episodes oh. outside of the um, um, the time stopping one. It's the whole Broomhilda arc when you learn about the original Mia, Broomhilda being this weird, like, sentient overman that Mm -hmm. fought the Overdevil. And that's, like, kind of the first time you hear about the Overdevil. Now, it was cool that you find out that uh, Gaines, um, what is it, the Gotchko had uh, Broomhilda's arm. Yes. That was pretty cool. That's pretty dope. Yeah. yeah, because it, you you just notice it at the beginning when they they show up in this area be, and they they know it they know it's probably the area what was it the area of the first exodus or something like that. Yeah, and well it was, uh, it was in, in Mia's town where they they had, uh, town, they had set yeah. up like a, a a place for people to kind of uh I guess the first exodus <laughs> ended up there, yeah. It's kind of like a rest stop almost. Yeah, almost. The exodus rest stop. <laughs> and you see you see um, this mark um glowing on the Gotchgo's arm because you're like why does it have this weird arm it doesn't have like a robot arm like the left arm looks like like an overman arm yeah. and um and then you see it glowing and of course it's kind of weird um but um yeah so that that was uh th- that was a weird episode but i did kind of like it though like i don't know why i did because it kind of it opened more questions that never really got answered but it was, it was kind of a weird, interesting um, uh, episode. So Yeah. So, bro, any, anything else as we do our ratings of Overman King Gainer and close the chapter of Tomino until the next uh, <laughs> the five G-Reco movies? want I want to give uh, uh, Yazi a, a big acknowledgement
2: um, in the chat. he had brought up earlier that Tomino only directed the show. He didn't write it. Mm-hmm. Uh, matter of fact, the person uh, one of the writers of the show was actually if I can pull up this tweet that he hit me up with Let's see here you know if my Twitter will actually work correctly, let's find out. Uh, all right, here we go. Uh, pulling it up now, yeah. He says, uh, "Fun fact: You might have noticed that the King Gainer face slash visor resembles the Gears logo as it changed its shape. It's because the main writer for King Gainer was also a main writer for Gears. Um, I remember uh, Yazi writing the name of the person in the chat, so I missed that person's name. But Yazi also sends me another uh, thing here. He says that King Gainer had a unique toy model made years after the show called the King Gainer Zan, pretty much a ninja version of Gainer." Um, It appears in a few games like SRWZ and and SRWAI, I guess, uh, uh, as an AI enemy, uh, and was playable as an extra unit in Another Century's Episode R. I didn't know that. I didn't know that uh, Gainer made it into Another Century's Episode R. That that game had a lot of cool characters, a lot of cool suits, I mean. Shout-outs to that, and... um, he also hits us with this tweet saying, Bright rocking the Riker beard and CCA Belchort the Chars counterattacks Bell Chorska's children's manga. Yo, man, look at that. Yo, Bright with a beard, that always works. That always works. Look at that guy, yo. Riker Riker it up, Bright. I see you. I see you. But uh, yeah, other than that, man, um I, I thought it was a fun run. Uh if uh, if anything, uh it's 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 a good series for Tamino to uh well it was a good series for Tamino to end his TV run on, but we know how that turned out. <laughs> yo. yeah, I wrote back in yeah i wrote back in Yo, shout outs to ed the crimson i see you yo that's what's up uh but yeah um if you want to uh, you want to go into ratings i guess
1: do you have anything else to say about king gainer
2: uh, overall i mean i've said pretty much all i can uh great uh mecha design great action uh music was fantastic Inter- interesting, opening interesting theme was
1: mecha design
2: interesting mecha design I, I i really like it when they go off the they go off the deep end, and they really went off the deep yeah. end in this show. I got to shout out the theme song. I love that theme song to death. It's one of the best. I watched it every time I was King, going through. It. <laughs> King, King,
3: King, King.
2: Shout out to Rin Nogi, aka um, Rin Rin Iogi, aka uh, Tomino. That's his pen yeah. name for writing uh, songs. That he wrote another banger. So shout out to Tomino and I, and for and that.
1: And of course, of course, it's got some of the best. Like you knew shit was going down when you heard that. um that one song with like the the guitar and the drums. And... Oh, like, oh yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like ooh, this shit got uh, this shit got real. Yeah, props to <laughs> props
2: to Kohei Tanaka who did the who did the composing uh, for the music in the show. Uh, he uh, he definitely put together an awesome score. Uh, and also, I love the end theme of this series as well, as uh, Neil would call it. It is very
1: very butt rock. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> it's. And, and just the animation in it I'm like wait a second, is, is, am I going am I fast forward to a fighting game from the 90s oh yeah man. <laughs> you you can you get my soul that's what's going on <laughs> yeah exactly.
2: he did uh, exactly. By, by the way the composer of this series also did the music to gal and he did the music to uh gunbuster and uh, gunbuster diebuster and uh he also did uh, it looks like he did some of uh, some work on Jojo's bizarre adventure too but yeah he's he's been pretty prolific around the years man so uh props to him as well. Um, other than that, yeah, I, I just, it's a fun, it's a fun romp the whole time, man. And, uh, that's, that's the last of what I have to say to that. Great characters, great show. Uh, it's just got a couple
1: clunky parts to it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so bro. hmm Rating.
2: Oh man. Um, I would give this, I'll give this 3.75 Mia dances out of five. I will do that. 3.75. It's not quite a four. It's not quite a four, man. But I'll give it 3.75. It's it's definitely it's definitely worth a watch, especially if you want to watch a mecha series that's off the beaten path. Literally. <laughs> Pun intended.
1: Yeah. I guess I could say easy one. Three out of three. Uh Princess Anna's uh, little rat little rat monsters. Oh, yeah, that's uh, right. But um no, I actually um I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to give this um, uh, probably three and a half. Oh, three and a half. What would be? What, what, Ca- cabbage, patch what, what, cabbage patch dances. Cabbage patch
2: dances. Is that what they're doing in the intro? They're doing. They're either doing the monkey or they're doing the cabbage patch. I can't
1: tell which. I think it's. I think it's a. I think it's a version of Boat. I think it's like kind of a. a a combination of both. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna have to give this uh, three and a half. Um, uh, gosh, I'm trying to think what 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 really stood out to me. Because uh, I, I saw the one freaking Yazi took it three and a half uh, Southern Cross snipes. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna block Southern Crosses. <laughs> like, Damn you! Why did you do this? Stolen. <laughs> Uh, uh, three and a half. Um, uh, Exodus is out of five for gain. So, actually, you know what? Three, three... and a half Ill- illegitimate gain uh, ch- uh, children of gains out of five. I was gonna say three and a half uh, jilted women in the wake of gain. <laughs> jilted women in the wake of gain. Um, three, uh, three and, a, uh, three, three and a half uh, right hooks. Out of five, again. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, um, my man, three, my- three and a half improper comments to women. <laughs> Dude, there's <this, laughs> yeah, a lot of that. This show, boy. Definitely not. Uh, yes. Uh, in in the current environment. Um, yes, um, yes. This is. Uh, remember, this is pre two thousand. Seventeen. <laughs> yeah, it is.
2: It is very pre two thousand seventeen the way women, some women get treated. Oh, you know what? I will point this out. I hated, I hated what they did with uh, what's her name's character towards the end of the series. Uh, Sarah. Sarah. Kinda, Sarah. Sarah was like super strong and super confident, and then she became she like became a doting.
1: She, she became a doting, uh, you know, wannabe girlfriend. She was yeah. all
2: over my man's nuts towards the end. It's like, yo, this when did this happen?
1: It's like, yeah, you know, I don't, I, I don't know where that heel turn came,
2: I, or, or face or what, or whatever turn it was, but it was just didn't seem natural. It was like, why are you all over this guy? Like, uh, yeah. you, you were giving him shit, and then it, like it's ten like,
1: episodes ago, you were telling him to go f, pretty much. It
2: wasn't even a Sundari thing, right? It was just, no. you know, she was just, you know, she was cool, and she was
1: like, she, she'd be willing to kiss it, a guy, it's, but it's, it's classic Tamino. Yeah, it's, you just, you know, it's she, a dick she, turn. She, 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 really. <laughs> he just can't do women well like he's 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 either got to just make them insufferable crazy people yeah or just these just doting like weak-willed women that just can't do even even you you, your love emma sheen she became crazy
2: yeah that that bothers bothers me to this damn day to this day
1: Oh. Emma, Emma and episode 25 would have never got the mobile in yeah. combat. But in this Yeah. <laughs> but but in what? Episode 48, 49, she gets out. <laughs> it's, right.
2: It's like she would never done that otherwise. Like, I like the romance with Mamado and uh the 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 girl that was um who took care of the princess. I thought that was that was sweet and cute, oh, and yeah, I thought yeah. that was actually yeah. gradually nice. Um but you know when Sarah is like you know what? I love you, Gain. I love you. I was like, yo, stop. Like, like, yeah. And now I know Gain like use that as a... T- Gainer use that as a tactic. Like, episodes beforehand when they were had the mind-reading fucking uh, Overman. But then, it's like you were just like gaga over this guy now and I don't... I didn't see how that gradually grew up. I know you guys are tight as friends and that's cool. I t- saw the growth there, but I didn't see the leap. From friends yeah. to lovers. So, you know, that was kinda jarring, but you know, it's like it's 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 Omino series, so I can't say much. But yeah, it's not uh it's not very kind to the ladies in some parts. So uh female oh, viewers of Mecha Series please uh please please uh yeah. watch this with your blind design. <laughs> <laughs> not really
1: It's yeah. just, just 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 remember it's pre-2017 yeah. and it comes from a different country that doesn't view women in the same way yeah yeah
2: i was like there's no excuse still but at the same time it's like just go in no going in that it's yeah it's gonna, it's it's it yeah. they still had a ways to go so uh, yeah that's uh that's what uh, that's my little addendum to put there sorry about that
1: yeah no that's no problem and I'll, I'll finish up i i got a good one mm-hmm. it's on um the uh, the the idea of the, you know, the, the overall idea was the villains in this, the quote unquote villains, yeah. they were worried yeah. about losing uh, their revenue stream. Yeah. So I'll just have to, uh, it's three and a half cap- capitalist pigs out of five. There you go. <laughs> That's it, basically what they were. Because in the end, the whole thing was, it wasn't about anything else. It was just, they're going to lose their revenue stream. <laughs> That's right, man. <laughs> The Siberian Railroad was good because they got to kick up the London Ema. Dude, it's they, basically it's basically the mafia. Yo, no, they were the Pinkertons of the future, bro. Pretty much, <laughs> yeah. Fucking Pinkertons, man. They they they're still back, man. Fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> so. Capitalist Pinkertons. Yeah, I forgot about him in the tour. <laughs> oh God. Oh, good times. Yeah. Ooh. So, um, all right. So that's. That's it. That's it on Tamino until the five. You're ready, Soul Bro. You'll have yeah. to lots of Jack Daniels that night. Indeed.
2: Right? <laughs> 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 so. fucking, fucking Wings of Rain. Oh my! Not Wings of Rain, but uh, uh, no, I keep wanting to say Wings. No, Wings of Rain. No, what rian. you gotta. Okay, th- yeah. you'll
1: be caught up. You'll be caught up with me if you. <clears throat> Man. Six episodes of meh with with uh, uh, ja- uh, uh, imperialistic Japanese overtones. Man. So
2: as long as it's not, wing, you know. As long as it's not Garza's wing, bad. You know, Garza's wing is still fun to watch, though. As shitty as that is, it's still fun to watch. But um. Yeah,
1: Wings of Rian's not that way. Oh. <laughs> fuck. So all that fun that you have at Garza's wing, even if it's dumb as hell. Yeah, it's it, That's not Wings of Rian. Yeah. So good luck on that one. What a shame. Uh, but you, uh, you can't. No matter how many times you spend a turn still a turd you know indeed <laughs> but yeah man uh good 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 experience
2: getting caught up on the Tamino tv mm-hmm. series that we didn't we didn't really get to to cover on the previous seasons of Gundam. I it was an experience going through and watching like the, some of the old stuff, especially the stuff from the, the stuff from the seventies was 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 eye opening to say the least. So uh, see how messed
1: up this guy is. Yeah, man. It's like it's like huh, Zeta Gundam makes sense
2: now. Yeah, and <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's good. It helps you get the, get a better. Handle on who the man is like, at the end of the day. It's
1: like it's like yeah, that body count and Zeta Gun was pretty oh. bad, but it sure ain't like a day on. No, a day on, yeah, and, and the
2: then <laughs> and then what was it? Zambot three. Oh, no, with the human bombs. Oh yeah. my god, dude! I, I still yeah. I still think now that we've watched all of his series, I still think that is the most diabolical shit ever. And he's done some diabolical shit, like the gassing of colonies and dropping colonies and, yeah, man, it's, wow. (laughs) Yeah, because didn't they they make a baby a human bomb? Dude! If I remember correctly? When they left you on that episode where those people were pretty much damned you know, and yeah.
1: Yeah, dude, that, that, they, that's all, they all they all they all realize that they were human bombs. They really and, and they, they just start walking off. It's yeah, they like, start walking
2: off and oh, it's like no. they are damned. And it's like, wow, that is powerful shit <laughs> for a kid series, which this shit show was clearly that made was for kid kids, <laughs> clearly made for kids. You have that shit going on where these people have You're bombs implanted in them. And there is no way that shit is coming out. And it's like, wow. That is fucked. <laughs> that is that is
1: hor- such, horrific, dude. Man, you're such a horrible person. To know. Like you you just, you, you just you just look at that and, it's like, oh my god, why are you so terrible? Yeah, man. Like, he, th- you're, you're right. Some it, wild it, is, shit. it is. It's straight up diabolical stuff. It's, it's a
2: man who is It's from the mind of a man that saw World War II play out in his own country.
1: So, uh, and, if and, anything, and, and that and gives remember, you perspective. And, and remember, the... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the villain was Killer the Butcher. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> that fucking joke of a character? <laughs> <laughs> but it's he was amazing. so sadistic, though, man. Like, yeah. Was, oh, my God. Yeah, you're right. It's that... It might p- In... in, in in some ways, it's more—it's more disturbing than a day on. Yes, a day has got children, little girls getting their heads blown off by a bazooka. Oh yeah. Other, I mean, that's just more like war shock, like more like a war violence shock.
2: I was prepared. I was prepared for a day on because yeah. it had been the running joke on the show the whole time that he had like killed everybody in that show. But some of the deaths were like just you didn't see them because like the whole universe went up yeah. in smoke. So it's like everybody, yeah. everybody's dead. Everybody's on yeah. an even plane and they're in the afterlife and it's a paradise. So you got to see resolution for that. However, in fucking Zambot 3, I got to say Zambot 3 is probably the most disturbing. When I fucking put it, it up, really it, it really is.
1: Out of all them shits, like it was and, nice. And you're right. The, the that episode, the episode that stands out is the one with those people that find that come to the realization of the uh, of the human bomb that they're all human bombs, and they're like, "All right, let's just kind of walk off and exactly. get away from everything." Because, um, man, people yeah.
2: that can't even be with their families anymore when they find out that they got a bomb inside of them. It's like it's gonna go off at any time. I just gotta go walk it off. <laughs> I'll see you yeah. guys in the next... I'll see you guys in the next life. And it's like, that yeah. is... that and, and they leave you. They leave you on that shit knowing that it's inevitably going to happen with those people. You know, it's, some of them, you get to see some people go up, but it's like the other people have to face that on their own. And I... That still fucking sticks with me, dude. More than anything else, I watched this. Tomino fuck, fucking guy.
1: the book was about was just inflicting the most... Horrible things to humans. He would was... sit there and laugh so crazy. <laughs> I mean, it was it was silly how he was presented, but he was
2: diabolical as hell. I oh, love. it was horrible. I love the ending to the show too, because we were just sitting to talk about Zambot Three, and we watched this like months ago. But um, the ending is it's it's
1: shocking it's, one.
2: Yeah, it's rough because that main character who lives realizes mm-hmm. he lost. Everybody, almost everybody he knew that was involved with the fight. And when that fight was over, he just cries. And I was like, yo, I'm man, I feel for you, bro. You should have um you should have you should have been done better. He lost his two uh, his two uh, pilots.
1: Yeah, uh Jen. Yeah. Yeah. Lost
2: the uh, other guys. Captain. The, yeah, the, yeah. Yeah, exactly, man. She blows up in a room near him with the door shut, Robin says, Yeah, man. That's that wow. Wow. Fucking yeah. awful. Yo, Tamino, man, never He's stop. Good <laughs> series, man. Like, if you never, if you never watch no, it, no, it's it's it, good. Yeah, but it, damn, yeah. Um, it's old. So if you guys have a ten, tendency to not watch anything pre two thousand tens, then you're not gonna like it. Okay. Uh, because just off of the view alone, this, this is.
1: If if you think if you think eighties is terrible, you, don't it, you? You're gonna have a problem with this. But just the. Just the story. Mm -hmm. And I mean, the like Capiz, the the family, they just, oh man, they they were just trying to do what's right. And they also, they're just shitted on. His family is so shitted on. Yes. (laughs) God. Yeah. You're right. I think after all of watching everything that Tamina has offered, of all the shocking shit, all. You know the strike team being just mowed down. You know the 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 four or five episodes of like, oh shit, this is the this is strike five. It's her last. <laughs> it's her
3: <laughs> last. Hurrah! Yeah. Poor oh Julie.
1: God. Poor Julie was the one, she was the only one that made it to. She was the last one to go, and she went terribly. Even though I still think the worst one is the one that died holding up the mass driver. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. That was terrible. Ooh. That. Zeta Gundam.
2: Yeah. Freaking um That's why I was so Yeah man That's why I was so grateful for Datoran 3. It's Dark Time 3. Oh, thank Christ. When we watched that shit, it's like, yo, this is just stupid and awesome at the same time. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> there was some fucked up shit that happened in there, too. But not, not nearly as much as what was sandwiched between. Yeah. It was sandwiched between two fucked up series. So, <laughs> it was nice to watch that. And and even though that ending was abrupt, it was actually a in ending, too, because they just they shut down that mansion and everybody just got out. <laughs> and that was yeah. the end. Like, the show just wrapped up. It's like, yo, we're done. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> this is amazing, man. But yeah, uh, Tomino can write some uh, some real compelling, uh, heartbreaking shit, and then uh, he can he can he can shift to some some whimsical stuff, and he can bal- he can go between the two or balance it out. So and, and of
1: course, Die Hard three. It's one of those ones where yeah, that's definitely pre two thousand seventeen too. Oh my god.
2: <laughs> 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 that's like Sean Connery, James Bond. <laughs> no, no, no.
1: Misogyny yeah. is strong in this one. Well, <laughs> just, is like, wow. Yo, the, the shade throw that women was like, <laughs> damn. Yo, I don't
2: man. know what
1: I don't know what women did to that oh, man. Yeah, that time. I don't
2: know. I don't know. That's one of the, maybe the strikes against me. That was like he's a little bit he's a little bit too savage to women. And uh, I, I'd
1: say after out of this whole pack though, uh, Zabungle was kind of the that was the surprise to me because I'd always kind of heard like different about it and i actually ended up liking it even though it's ridiculous and it absolutely makes no sense mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was fun i was because i had i've always kind of heard um um you know kind of a, a divided opinion on that mostly more bad yeah people didn't like it as much um of course brain power lived up to all the hate that it, it gets. did
2: <laughs> it was
1: a steaming pile of poopy. I was like, and, man. I mean, it ain't the worst thing I've seen, but
2: it's pretty
1: bad. I was trying to make it feel good, too. I'm like, I was, uh, it, it's just episode six. It, it'll get better. <laughs> episode 15 comes by. Uh, it, it should get better, right? Like, what? It
2: <laughs> <laughs> just never did, man. It was a rough ride all throughout. It was a neat-looking show, and I, I, I liked what they tried, but it just did not... It did not work for me and and, and some of the stuff just oh, it just didn't come together. It didn't gel at all for uh, a yeah. brain powered man. Uh, the music was great though. <laughs> yeah, well.
1: It's freaking Yoko Kano, Yoko I mean.
2: O'Connell, that if I could take anything from that show, you know the the soundtrack was banging. Good shit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Be glad you can have one without the
2: other. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> I did for years and now <laughs> after watching the show I was like, oh man, this music's gonna remind me of this fucking show now. Damn. <laughs>
1: well. But yeah, but yeah, so no, it was a good run. Um outside of all the crap that we give him, we can see why he's kind of the titan of the anime industry up there. I mean, he in some ways, he probably as much as he gets credit for starting Gundam, he should get a lot more credit for some of these other shows too. They should. But I realize Gundam is a goddamn merchandising phenomenon. It is <laughs> going strong for 40 years, <laughs> and now somehow it's gaining traction in the United States. So Jesus Christ, what's going to happen at this point? Because um, man, I still see I still see lots of gunpla out there, and lots of figures, a lot of bluefin products out there. I'm like, yeah, it's,
2: it's an I amazing. Thought this, legacy. I thought this was going to die out, but nah. I guess not. <laughs> it's an
1: amazing legacy he helped to
2: establish. And yeah, Yazzie's correct, man. Uh, Tomino, at the end of the day, is a talented director, and he's accomplished more yeah. in animation than a, a lot. He's a talented writer, too. Yeah, he's a I talented writer, too, and he takes risks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, He takes risks, which is what I appreciate about him. Even if his shows don't sometimes uh, play out in the best way possible, at least he's out there not trying to do the same. And, and you uh, have
1: to think about, this is a guy that during that time that he was really starting out, Mm -hmm. he was using the experience. I mean, he's an old man. He was a child during the war and the the post-war years of Japan. Mm -hmm. So a lot of that stuff that he writes about, puts in these shows, he saw, you know, he saw starving people. He, you know, he he probably endured some of that stuff himself. Exactly. And um, it's interesting that, at that time that he's starting out, he took, he really did something that was, because most of the other anime, especially Mecha anime, it was all, you know, it was all about aliens. It was all about um, fighting aliens and these strange visitors and super powered Mechas that had these fantastical abilities and he made the enemy of... Uh, it was humans versus humans. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it was political as shit. If you really look at it, yes, outside of the Zeon being, you know, dressing kind of Nazi, like, you know, having, having kind of similar, you know, their helmets are kind of, you know, based off those, those uh, German helmets from the, from world war two and stuff. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, He's probably going to be more appreciated I think, just like a lot of these people. like I think it'll be one of these situations, like when he goes people will be like, holy shit, he did more than Gundam. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, by the way, I have a recommendation for those uh, and we reviewed this on the show a long time ago but uh, if you want to have a, a funny take on the man that is Tamino, um, and you guys are not familiar with who the man is and what, um, what they went through for Mobile Suit Gundam uh, when, they, when the series was first being made. There's a comical retelling of the production behind Mobile Suit Gundam called Gundam So uh, yeah. that you should definitely oh, wow. check out in your free time. This is a, a panel from it right here. <laughs> That's the depiction of Tomino as a young man who's about to start directed Mobile Suit Gundam who's in the animation industry. They make him look like One Punch Man. <laughs> Throughout the manga. It's fucking great. And the depiction of the actual voice actors in the show is hilarious, especially Ikeda's. Oh my god. Ikeda, the voice of Shar Eslabel, for yeah. those who don't know, his depiction in that manga is classic. You have to read it. If you've never read Gundam yeah. Sose before, just look it up. I don't think it has an official release here, so you have to go into the methods, but man, it is fucking hilarious. If you love Mobile Suit Gundam, especially the original series, or Tomino as a, as a director in general, you owe it to yourself yeah. to check it out. So please, Please check out Gundam so say when you have some time. So, but yeah, all right,
1: Solbro, let, let's get out of here. Let's oh, get out. Of here. We got to wrap this up. So thank you, thank, thank you, everybody for joining us for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be back in a few weeks, Solbro. Tell them where uh, they can get us so far. And, and if you're uh, coming in at the last part of this episode and you're still wondering why you can't download, uh, we talk about it at the beginning of this episode. Yes, we so, do. So if you uh, if once this gets posted up, go to the <laughs> beginning and. and going on and it is an ongoing matter that sh- it will hopefully be um addressed uh, shortly
2: yeah so. at least in the new year so if anything yeah uh, just go back and run back to the beginning of the episode you'll oh yeah and it.
1: thank you for the the 12th year yes we are 12 years um, we, yeah this, we're, this, uh, we're this past going into eighth grade uh, <laughs> yes eighth grade and and about in about two years be in high school so we'll be freshmen. So um, thank you, everybody, for sticking with us. We know it's been uh, it's been an interesting journey. It's been um, I say it's been, but it it, it continues to be. Yeah, yeah. Um, we do this, we do the show
2: for the love of it.
1: Uh, you know, <laughs> it's clear it, it is it has been it is. Gosh, I don't know how many times we reinvented ourselves. <laughs> yeah,
2: you know what though? At this point, like, we find time to do it because it's just cool yeah. to get to get out there and, and talk to you guys. And I, I know
1: you guys enjoy uh, hearing and just us review shoot shows. off it and and talk about this. Sometimes all the other stuff out there, this is a good. It's a it's a good distraction. So, yeah, it
2: uh, is, and I enjoy doing it. I know Neo does, and you know we take time out of our busy schedules to to come together and yeah. do this. So I'm glad you guys appreciate it, and I'm glad you guys are so passionate about uh about what we do and when we're gonna have new episodes. And uh, thank you guys very much for supporting us after all this time. And and, and, really and, and we're it.
1: and. We're trying to still keep the the two a month schedule, but yeah, sometimes it just gets a little crazy. Sometimes
2: so. it's a little tough. It just depends on what's popping. But uh, thank you guys yeah. for hanging in there and for also just corresponding with us on the on the internet. I, I, I'm grateful for for when you guys uh, sh- shout at me on uh, on Twitter and Facebook and whatnot. And Neo runs the 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 Twitch site. Sorry, not Twitch at all. The Twitter. The Twitter, uh, the Twitter uh, for uh, Gundam at m a h q on Twitter. So if you haven't followed us there. Please do. Also, uh, make sure to visit mahq.net. That's the Mecha and Anime Headquarters where the magic happens. You can go there and look up uh, line art like I did today uh, for that one particular suit from SD Gundam. Uh, so that, please check that. Uh, check out that website. You can find line art for your favorite Mechas on there as well as also stats and whatnot uh, for your favorite Mecha and reviews for Mecha Anime series all throughout the year's written reviews. Uh, it's run by our boy Chris who uh, is a... a, um, a he, he, he was a permanent seat on the show uh and served for many years but now he comes in uh when we have like big things to talk about you know, he'll 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 makes he'll make guest appearances still and uh we enjoy it when he comes up he he may make one in the near future depending on what we're going to review probably with star trek picard if i was a wager guest but uh <laughs> we'll see yeah. about that um but uh I, if you do and voltron and, and, and
1: voltron, we, and, do, we, and do voltron
2: to... we do need to finish that yeah. up so be looking for that in the near future for uh us closing out voltron as a whole but looking forward to sitting out with chris again and uh reviewing uh those uh, in the
1: in the upcoming months, and I just got a weather alert. It looks like the the big major wind, so I could be blown away. Oh, so,
2: oh, oh damn!
1: <laughs> Holy shit! At Eleven o'clock tonight. The, the the shit's supposed to hit. Well, you better hard,
2: grab so. onto something.
1: <laughs> yeah, Time myself down.
2: Indeed, but yeah, so. man. Uh, Mechatalk.net is the Mecha uh, as MHQ's uh, forums, official forums. Go there and uh, <laughs> <course> subscribe. <laughs> Go there and join the conversation. Find us on. <laughs> Find us on uh, Facebook at our MAHQ1 is the group that you can go there and uh, apply to become a, a part of that group as well. And, yeah, man, also follow us on Twitter at GundamMAHQ and at MAHQDOTNET. And you can follow me on Twitter at SoberRyu if you'd like. And uh, thank you guys for just supporting us all after all this time. Uh, in the meantime, Neo, back to you.
1: Uh, right, yeah. I, I sometimes feel in some way, Sobro, that, um... Madrix should be like our Rocky Horror picture show. Like, we should do an, a- an annual viewing.
2: <laughs> oh my God. Uh, <laughs> I,
1: uh, Maddox? <laughs> Mad- Maddox, yeah. Uh, with, Maddox, with, yeah. With your
2: Man uh, Kilgore?
1: tank. Yes, indeed. Kilgore. The best. Yeah, it's the, a great tank. The fucking best. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, and for everybody that wanted to know, um, it looks like there will be a Blu ray release of Danger 5. So check that out. <laughs> I know <Yazzie's> probably <laughs> already got that pre ordered. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. But uh, thank you, everybody, for jo- uh, being with us. And we'll be back uh, in a few weeks with another episode of Gundam. Later.
0: Once my father heard about what was happening at Jaburo, as a Karaba member, he went straight down there to help. So what are you still doing up here? I've never heard of an organization called Karaba. Have you ever heard of the Ayug? Only what I've been able to pick up on the news. Then how do you feel about joining Karaba? Amaro! You need a guy like me who's not in the spotlight. Otherwise your family wouldn't have had a place to run to. Hey, we didn't run to you! We couldn't help coming here with Mother because we had to protect her. Cots! I know the real reason you're playing along with the military's demands. You don't want to lose this sweet life here. Cots! that's enough! He knows it's true, Mother. This isn't a life, it's a torment. Omaro! Don't you feel anything, being mocked by a kid like me? The Federation government isn't watching you now. Tell me how you really feel. He can't speak his mind. You don't know what the military's capable of. The Earth Federation forces lack leadership. That's why the Titans are having it all their own way. I had my fill of fighting during the one-year war, Kots, and more. So what? You're still a young man, Amuro. I'm practically imprisoned here because I'm considered a dangerous new type. I know that! Tell me how you're supposed to keep your idealism when you're forced to live under these sorts of conditions. To all of us kids, and to Mother, you were the greatest hero we could have asked for, Amuro. Stop telling me this garbage! At least tell me you have a mobile suit hidden underground or something. Kotz, stop it right now! Fine, whatever. I'm so sorry. We'll leave tomorrow. For where? We're planning to go to Japan. With your status, can you still leave the country? I was able to get a visa. Hard to believe, but maybe it's like Kot says. That's your proof that the government is slacking off. What about tickets? Sorry. We were originally planning to stay a few days, so we haven't even bought them yet. Okay, I'll make all the arrangements tomorrow. Thank you. I'm sorry, Amaro. He's just a hot headed young man.
2: Gundam. At MAHQ is a Shinjuku station. And MahQ.net joint.
1: I got a question for you. Has a team a lot of us ever won the whole chimichanga? No, for forty years. Oh! No, you don't come through here. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, I got you. It's like so, dukes of so. hazards. Oh, Y'all yeah, <laughs> sure. probably no. call it the no. Earls of Risk over here. <laughs>